Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Sustained effort and violence. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Cool. Neat story. I want to shake his hand. 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 Family. Let's get to pumping. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday inside the Pirate Radio Studios where it is nice and warm, bit of a cooling outside, rainy, but we got a great show on tap today as we will go inside the Players Lounge here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. You're tuned in to Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in greenville 104.1 in washington you can find us on 1250 930 also online pr927fm.com and you can watch the show chime in on facebook live and on youtube make sure you are subscribed to pirate radio tv on youtube catch all of our videos there and also watch us daily on facebook live just like pirate radio on facebook we got a lot of great stories there along with our videos as well we do have the Delcor Players Lounge. It will open up later on in today's show. We will talk about a sweep over the UCF Knights Pirates Thursday, Friday, Saturday, picking up wins, scoring a lot of runs. We'll talk about it with CJ Mayhew coming up at four o'clock. Also, Bryson Worrell and Ryder Giles going to join us in the four o'clock hour. Zach Agnos in the five o'clock hour on today's show as we'll recap the Pirate Baseball Weekend. Brian Bailey will join us in the third hour of our program coming up in the five o'clock hour so stay tuned for that as well we got shirley rhodes and chandler honeycutt producing cj schaefer here as well and kicking off today's show to my left troy d alongside hello troy good to see you clip how you doing i'm doing all right it's good how are you i'm better than i thought i'd be starting the week off with a cold rain day it is a bad Monday. keeping my outlook positive because coming soon sunny skies that's right it's gonna be a friday saturday 82 degrees and sunny this weekend plus uh clear the rest of the week should be pretty good for baseball coming up tuesday night in clark leclerc so i'm uh i'm staying optimistic and positive clip i like that that's a good way to be normally this would bring make me in a full-blown depression but But not today friends as you said brighter days ahead yes and also tomorrow we're going to pretend it's nice and hot outside and enjoy some Kona ice yes, here in a little bit. Yes, we will. got the Kona ice truck backed up, and it'll be free. Got it on free play for a couple hours. Yeah, coming up four, four to six. Yeah, four to six right here at uh, behind, next to Pirate Radio on the um, at, at UBE, in the UBE parking lot here on Evans Street. So, hard to miss the Kona ice truck. You'll, you'll know it when you see it. If you have never seen it before, just come on in the parking lot and you'll know which one it is. All right. So if you need a cool yeah. treat on this yeah. warm day. I like the music they play. It does kind of put you in a good little mood. Okay. The soundtrack, the Kona Ice soundtrack. I'm not familiar. Oh, I'll have to get you some tunes and play it for you. All right. Let me borrow yeah. your MP3. I'll hear it. Let's do it on the way home. Sometimes I just play that on the beach. Gets me in a good mood. Good deal. Good yeah. deal. All right. Um, Robert asking the important questions early Funny in the ass. show. Yeah. Uh, he wants to know, any touches this weekend for Troy? Uh, did you touch anyone? Uh, well, 
when for folks that don't understand i've touched a lot of famous people and that's what he's referring to and we instead of meeting we talk about who have you actually touched i meant to send this to you and chandler over the weekend and i forgot because i add him on the list another famous person i've touched herschel walker herschel walker yeah. yes indeed he's in the news he is in the news but look look who's about as big as herschel walker I would say I'm taller than Herschel Walker. You're definitely fatter than Herschel Walker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would you say potentially bigger than Herschel Walker? Like you are bigger. And, I'm wider, taller. Nah, I wouldn't say you're taller. About the same. Well, we're, if, you, if he shaved you know, his head, we'd be very similar in that picture. All right. Anyway, yeah. I just thought, put him on the list, Herschel right. Walker. Another uh, Hall of Fame running back. Right. I mean, that's a legit touch right there. It's a good touch. Yeah. But that was not this weekend. That, that was not this weekend. I saw the picture came up as a memory this weekend. <laughs> okay. and I said, this would be a perfect. I'm trying to think if I did touch anybody famous this weekend. Well, you touched somebody famous here in Greenville in the 90s today. Yes. A le- an OG. One of the original. If there was a Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore of downtown Greenville bars, this dude would firmly be on it. There is no question. The former owner and proprietor of the legendary elbow he uh he owned it from 1984 to 2006 rest in peace elbow room uh kirby bryson i ran in today and uh i I was friends with kirby in college kind of almost kind of a de facto employee sometimes at the elbow Uh, loved kirby you rubbed elbows with him. loved the elbow room one of the some great memories there and uh, it was good to just happen to randomly run into him today at clean eats of all places good find um, good touch yeah so uh we took a picture and put it out there on the 90s uh facebook page for ecu pirates nice all right good yeah. touch. thank uh, you chandler i forgot it. about that yeah he Sorry. and he is a legend by the way mm-hmm. <laughs> i'd put him up there <laughs> joe tronto from the attic would firmly be on that mount rushmore touched him um omar probably oh yeah you gotta put omar probably alfredo because he's still a legend to this omar day. is still I, unbelievable omar doing the exact same thing he was doing in 1991 and i walked in there probably a year or so ago one night and it hadn't changed it was awesome it was like walking into 1991 it looks the same it smells the same it tastes the same it's awesome great late night food and pitas that he has at omar's on fish street and he is still there slinging it he is working and I, i walked in and you would have thought like we were long lost relatives gave me a big hug i mean it was great i mean he he has a great memory by the way so yeah, Omar would be up there. I put Alfredo from Alfredo's Pizza up there. Was it you that showed me the picture of him? And John Grillo. John Grillo. Yeah. It was like it almost looked like the Greenville Mob. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. It was all three of them too. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know probably Matt Sade from the uh, Cellar uh, Sports Pad days. I'd probably have to put one of the Sades up there. Yeah, there were some a long time legends back in the nineties. My Mount Rushmore would include John from Bullies. But uh, I don't know if that John, was... I don't think he's Mount Rushmore, but John had a great run with Bullies. I will say, uh, as far as food places go downtown, Bullies was one of the, the great ones. Great run. Still haven't had like pizza really, that type of pizza from Bullies. Yeah. It was kind of unique. <clears throat> you know, it's kind of a cross between almost regular and Chicago style. You know, it was a little bit thicker. Very good though. I love this pizza bread. I pretty much just had the dollar drafts. Yeah. I had the, they had the Way 99 cent often. pizza bread, which was fantastic. Yeah. RIP bullies. Yeah. Great spot. 
All right, uh, let's start with Pirate Baseball. As again, we'll go inside the Delcor Players Lounge later on in today's show. But uh, right now is the perfect time for a review of your home, auto, and life insurance. You can do that with a trusted, experienced agent. And that guy is Brandon Manning with Farm Bureau Insurance. You can call him 531-1812 to schedule a review and get a free quote. Uh, both Troy and I have touched him, and we can verify that he is a... Uh, a good fellow that'll help you out yes, jolly with your insurance needs He's kind of a jolly fellow and uh he brings us the ecu baseball recap and troy how about a perfect week and a perfect weekend east carolina sweeps ucf <coughs> they had gone into this i counted it on uh I was on friday i believe the number was either three or four times going into this series east carolina had scored 10 runs in a game i think it was three uh no it was four they scored uh 10 runs or more in every game this weekend 12 to 7 10 nothing 10 one their best series of the year to date bats got hot and that's been a problem for uh some of these games in the past but not a problem this weekend great uh run down there in orlando and what in first place now in the conference right yeah i think uh tulane is right up there with them and that's who east carolina will play this weekend on the road we'll talk to Corey glor hello hello about that coming up uh on thursday show safe and uh get his thoughts on what the green wave have done so far this year but that'll be the matchup coming up this weekend yeah that'll be a a great series um at tulane so uh, that is a a, what espn plus product uh every game will be on espn plus as will east carolina 6 30 tuesday night date with uncw which is here at home yeah take a look at the uh weather forecast a little early sneak peek on that one coming up for uh tuesday night the Seahawks and Pirates will go at it for the second time this year. Going to be clear, just a little bit cooler. Um, Temperature is going to be probably upper 50s by the time that game rolls around, but at least it'll be sunny. Pirates knocked off the Seahawks 3-1 to one earlier this year. That was last month, and they'll try to go for the season sweep coming up tomorrow night. So, uh, Pirates playing well. This is a uh, nice winning streak they've got going. They won four last week. They had won uh, two of three heading into that, so six out of seven for East Carolina, playing good baseball. Look forward to hearing from the guys on the show coming up a little bit later when the players lounge. Always do a nice job with that clip. Thanks. I will also ask them a question I came up with on Thursday night. If you could pick a current pirate to, one, fist fight your enemy, two, marry your sister slash daughter, and three, live with for a year you got to choose three different guys current teammates you mean yeah so i put it out there on twitter and i'm gonna ask the players themselves today Hmm. to figure that out uh and i've been asking that'd be an interesting question for us here at pirate radio like you have to pick someone one of your teammates here at pirate radio to answer those questions all right well you can do that right now troy who would you pick to fist fight your enemy uh i'd take big dog to fist fight my enemy he would stomp a hole in them okay yeah and fist fight them too i would go he's a teddy bear surely he's a teddy bear but i think if he could light his fuse oh he definitely gets angry yeah i don't know if he's got the stamina well i think he doesn't have to have it he's strong enough and a couple solid punches you'd be down all right surely is definitely my alternate all right if you could pick only angry surely though a pirate radio employee to marry your uh your sister slash daughter who would Mm, you take wow uh i don't know about my daughter my sister i'm not too worried about so wouldn't be as big of a problem but hmm to marry my sister uh i'll go chandler chandler <laughs> chandler's uh he's a good kid 
good guy. Yeah, he's a little bit younger. But uh, yeah, no, has, you got no. You're what are you what are you doing? Are you going too literal here? Or, oh, you're just saying a, a female sister. important in your life. Oh, who okay. do you trust to be with them? I'd, I'd go Chandler. He's single. He's available. Yeah, he's somewhat of a decent dude as far as we know. Yeah. All right. He's got us fooled. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, how about to live with for a year? Well, I feel like I live with him already, so this would probably be pretty easy. I already spent most of the day with him, so what's what's falling asleep in an apartment? Ellerby. I would. I would. I take that. Ellerby. And that you would, know, the place will be clean. I've been to his house. That would many be times. my first thought. Place is immaculate. He's always wiping. Like the minute I put a drink down, lift it up, he's wiping the counter. I'm like, God, I just I'm just picking up the drink. It's not like so. The, it would be clean. That's a good choice. Everything would be organized. Yeah. You know his routine. Like, his routine is his routine. Like, you know, I, there's no surprises with this guy. Yeah. I feel like there'd be a lot of house meetings after I leave, like, <laughs> a bag of chips out. That would be. But I would, yeah, I would pick Ellerby. Yeah, so, yeah that's a safe bet. Yeah. And I feel like he would do most of the cleaning anyway, because he, because I or his roommate wouldn't do it the correct way. Right. Not so to he would standards. Just, he would just do it himself. The standard is the standard. The standard is yeah. the standard. <laughs> Uh, Jonathan would take Shirley in a fight. Chandler to marry his uh, sister wait, wait, slash daughter. Jonathan, Jonathan Fields, and he would take me to live with. Yeah. Thank you, Jonathan. Thanks, Jonathan. I don't want people to think that was Ellerby. No, we yeah. have not. We'll get Ellerby's uh, answer <laughs> coming up Tuesday on Pirate Radio Live. Yeah, Troy. I was thinking. I was going to ask you, like ECU athletes all time. Who would you take in those? Uh, oh, you mean to f- have someone fight for? So me? the fight one. Who would you take? I'll tell you what. I know all your aunt. Well, no, no I don't. I, the fight, I'd almost go with someone like this is like one of the toughest guys I've seen. I'd almost have to take like someone like Dwayne Harris just because he's so wow, like, fast. That's way off the radar. Tough, scrappy. I'm proud of your answer. No, like, I mean, you. I've I seen that thinking, guy take a hit and keep on ticking, man. He's a tough SOB. I've never seen that dude injured. Like, I have seen him where I thought, oh my God, his career is over type of a hit he's taken and he bounces back up good call that's the type of guy i think i'd want fighting for me i'm shocked you didn't go robert jones i knew you mark thought washington, I was go. like anybody yeah. on the peach now i will say mark washington would be my alternate because he is one badass yeah still yeah. still to this day like we're not even talking in his prime he might be in his prime right I, I think Mark is as good a shape now as he was back in the 90s. I saw real. him out. Uh, he was at Pro Day, That's, right? Yes, he was. Yeah. He looks the same. Yeah, he does. I, I, honestly, other than a few gray hairs, he looks exactly the same as he did in college. And he might be in better shape. I do agree with that. Uh, all right, so that's the to, fight. To marry your uh, lady in your life that you care about. <sighs> oh, to marry a friend. Um, oh, man, I don't know. That's kind of... I'd probably pick one of the baseball guys, you know. Who? Hmm. I'd probably, uh, Agnes, I'd probably let him marry my sister. All right. Yeah. It's funny because if he's going to be family, he's a likable guy. Nice kid, comes from a good family. 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 All right. All right. He can marry my sister. And who do you want to be your roommate? A roommate. Yeah. That's an interesting one. I got room with Jeff Blake, man. 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 He's just the all time greatest quarterback in ECU history. 
And you could just either that or like uh, Shane Carter and I would have a lot of fun together. How long before Jeff Blake got tired of Peach Bowl questions? <laughs> like the first week, <laughs> Troy, we, we can do this, man. And but then when he moves out, I move Shane Carden in. You got to stop asking me about that last drive. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think Fisher would score, Jeff? <laughs> All right, there you go. Oh, <laughs> Troy, are you really watching this again? <laughs> you'd, you'd want Jeff Blake to break down every... Hey, let's watch this together. <laughs> now, that'd be something different. I haven't watched it with him before, yeah. getting his analysis. So that would be kind of cool. All right, there you go. Uh, Robert asking any word on Cooch Maynard. Well, um, we'll see what the players say today. I've heard that it... I mean, well, from what I've heard, it is not like season ending or or that kind of thing that he uh, hopefully will be back. So I don't think it's super serious, but that's just rumor. That is not anything. There's been no official word. I have not talked to Cliff or anybody. So that's just what I've heard. So hopefully he'll be all right. He had to leave the game on Friday due to an injury. But again, the Pirates, uh, Pirates used two pitchers Thursday, two pitchers Friday. What a great recipe for a solid weekend they had everybody basically ready to go for that last game and they didn't really need everybody because uh east carolina scored 10 runs and uh, only gave up one on that uh sweeping saturday for east carolina they used four pitchers east carolina goes through the whole weekend using eight pitchers yeah they have been through games where they've used twice that many well and and i hate to say it because i mean unfortunately you know it is what it is but if you had you know Wizenhunt available they would have used even fewer because you know he would have been one of the guys well, on the game i'm just saying then they would have let's say he he pitches one game okay. you know then i mean you have even fewer pitcher pitchers that let's say he goes the distance in one of these games that is true yeah i think i'm just saying it could help the we're far enough into the season where we don't need to i know i just made me think about it you know it does change i mean mckenzie gore pitched against the braves the other night if we had him i know that'd be great that would be awesome and he pitched well he got a standing o yeah uh braves did win the game mckenzie gore committed to ecu who's the uh what's it called the best player in major league baseball mike, mike trout. trout mike trout just think if we had him this year i know oh <laughs> my I think God. if we had a COVID year with mike trout and mckenzie gore and Wizen Hunt. That would be great. Omaha, here we come. Look, we've, we swept UCF. Let's celebrate uh, the real. Okay. Instead Sorry. Of the, Sometimes I get off on fantasy. Land. The hypothetical. Sorry, here. Cliff. Thanks for reeling me back in. Come on back in. Come on back in. All right. Uh, HV3. I tell you what, let's take a break because uh, I want to talk HV3 and a little bit of USFL. I got some audio to run on both of those topics okay sounds good uh, uh, both interesting topics harold uh, another great weekend for yeah. him came up just short he is knocking on the door he is he is gonna kick i was talking with coach about it earlier he's that's how you win you keep knocking on the door and eventually you just kick it in i mean this last month plus he is playing as one of the top 15 20 golfers in the world yes and he's just that's, so close yeah breaking through Uh, We'll talk about that and more when we return. Monday edition Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now uh, now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All righty. We had a purple shirt herald out there representing East Carolina on Sunday down in South Carolina. And Troy D came up one shot short of joining Jordan Spieth and Patrick Cantlay in a playoff. And my man was on the broadcast, and I was so hoping we would get a Jim Nance cut with, He has done it! Harold Varner is your champion of the heritage. We did get him uh, mentioning East Carolina, which is always great. I tuned in just in time yesterday to uh, hear Jim Nance talking about East Carolina. What did he say? I missed that part. What did he he say? said? Harold Varner the third, representing North Carolina, attended East Carolina, so he is a fan of the Pirates. Yeah, and uh, it was pretty cool. Told you, I like Jim Nance. He got it right. He didn't say Eastern Carolina. He did not. He said East Carolina because Jim Nance is a pro. And that's what pros do. He's a pro's pro. Yeah. Harold uh, himself talked about, well, not really East Carolina, but his disdain for South Carolina. North Carolina, the school. Oh. This was during yes. an interview. Yes. Over, you have the audio? Over the weekend. Oh, fantastic. Uh, where the a reporter was asking about playing against Dustin Johnson. And did you see that video, by the way, Troy? It was uh, DJ and Harold. They did like a horse type of thing where they had a golf ball off a sign. And then they did trivia. And then they did cornhole. And then the final, uh, Harold drilled a putt to win it. But it was something they did before the tournament had started. That's pretty cool. So they were referencing that. And then uh, Harold went on to talk about how he uh, did not like a certain shade of blue. So let's hear that, Charlie. Harold, you actually already do have a win under your belt this week. That was against Dustin Johnson. Yeah. He beat you in cornhole. I'm slightly disappointed in you because I I feel like you have that game. But overall, how was that experience and how gratifying was it to beat DJ earlier in the week? Well, it was good, but the only thing that killed me is that it was funny. We get to Cornhole and DJ and Austin are sitting there like licking their chops like, oh, we're going to win this one. And I'm like, I'm playing with a guy. He does more with his feet than he does with his hands. He's from Liverpool talking about soccer and football. I'm like, all right, dude, whatever. And he's throwing Cornhole. He's not even hitting the thing. And I'm like, this is fun. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. Uh, I love when North Carolina beats South Carolina and anything, so except the actual North Carolina. Yeah, that Carolina blue is just not a beautiful color. <laughs> right got when a I, shot in. Right when I think I can't love <laughs> HV3 anymore, he outdoes himself. He is not a bandwagon. Like he's not a Carolina guy. He's no. not a Dookie. He, he's a pirate. He he is he is from the state of North Carolina, like we are. But he is all pirate, bud. And uh, man, he is not a sellout. If you look at his golf bag, he's got the. Um, it's like a Muppet-looking thing, I guess, yeah. uh, that looks like him. Yeah, and it's funny, Clip. I knew the guy that was involved with that when this first came out. I thought it was a joke when they first did it because it kind of looks comical, you know? Yeah, it's it like, like a puppet. And he was going to send me one, and I was going to have – this was before – this was like – I'm talking like four years ago. Like, this was like right when he was just getting started. I was like, oh, man, you got to send me one of those. And uh, he ended up like having them – they got lost – 
like i don't know what happened the dude got divorced and like lost all of them <laughs> oh, and that's like, dude man i would have been so cool to have wait the, the, his, I gotta, wife, his wife took the puppets in the divorce I, seriously oh, like out of the like the storage thing he had like he had a storage um container somewhere and she took all the stuff she took the beach house she took the puppets and then uh he did i did get an hv3 hat which is kind of cool but uh i would have loved to have one of those puppet heads because now they're probably pretty damn valuable he's got that on uh on one of his clubs he also still has a uh, a pirate logo yeah uh golf cover so i love it i mean and i i tell you what i think harold i was talking to coach williams about this i think he has the potential when he breaks through he's gonna break through i mean he's one what he, he is going to win and i think win eventually big he has the potential to be and i'm not overstating this i think the most popular golfer on the tour i think just everything his personality his likability and then if you add that with start he's starting to win or does start to win i'm telling you i think this guy could be the face of golf potentially if he can get some victories under his belt and they talked yesterday about his giant following he had down there in the tournament in south carolina and how you know if he makes this putt they're ready to explode yeah i mean he he is on the verge of becoming a superstar it's just it, it is really in his control he's just got to win that's the only thing that's missing right now he's got all the other components all the other pieces to the puzzle once he breaks through clip i am telling you this guy is going to be a mega star i would agree with that and i think that win is coming it could come in a team event this week it's a a two-on-two format i believe down in new orleans and he will be teamed up with bubba watson so it'll be bubba and harold uh as a twosome going at it this weekend you know you look at guys like who were really popular on the tour before like tiger woods tiger woods was popular because of his success but he was a jerk in real i think he softened a little bit as he's gotten older he's much more likable now yeah but back when he was you know coming up the ranks he was a jackass you know and and people knew it but he overcame that just by winning harold's a super nice guy like hopefully he doesn't go the other way hopefully he doesn't become that after being a super if he stays who he is and stays true and genuine to himself uh this kid's got it i mean he is going to be as i said a huge star all right uh also during the weekend (laughs) pirate baseball the winner hv3 great weekend the usfl returned troy d i i saw thanks to you clip thank you for the reminder text as good as advertised you said you would do it and you did it and I almost would have forgotten about it if it wasn't for that text. You got it. I pulled it up so, on my phone and watched about 20 seconds of USFL. Well, I screenshot it. I don't know if I sent it to you or another friend. How old? Uh, yeah, Skip, you sent it to me. Was that to you? Yes. It was a picture of Skip. And it was like, if I didn't know it, was, it wasn't it was Skip, I don't know if I know it was him. And maybe it was bad lighting. I don't know what it was. But he really looked old to me. Well, think about it. It's been 18 years since he came here to East Carolina. It's a long yeah. time. Yeah. How old is Skip? Is he pushing 60? I guess a plus 60? Yeah. How old is Skip Holtz? There's a good trivia question for you. The answer is 58. Yeah. All right. But he. it was just the way he looked. He looked tired to me. And it just uh, he looked like he was 80 in the picture. Did anyone know that they were playing all the games this season in the same stadium? I did. They are all in Birmingham. I did not. I had heard that. that, Yes, that is different. Yeah, Uh, it saves them a lot of money on travel. uh, Yeah, so every team is just based there. Every every team, every game is in that state. Hanging out at the Holiday Inn in Birmingham or whatever. Well, I guess they need more than one hotel. 
But yes, the, I had heard the whole league is based there. And you know what? Maybe that's the recipe to make this thing financially work. They're not super worried, I guess, about ticket sales. They got the Although they had a good crowd there, I thought, decent Saturday night. So Birmingham has the home field advantage for every game. Skip does. Yeah. Or uh, does every team have the home field advantage? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's it's going to be hard for people, locals, to get behind their team when they can't go to a home game is what i'm saying it's more of a made for tv event it, it is. sounds like yeah then and uh, i'm sure the tickets are dirt cheap yeah you know let's see how much tickets. i saw are. like brian bailey's one of his old interns is like involved with the league nolan Ma- knight uh no madison oh involved with the league yeah like nolan knight formerly of channel nine uh covered the games we'll talk to him tomorrow about that briefly um but yeah so i'm trying to see how much i could get a ticket for I mean, it can't I be but like 10 bucks i mean honestly maybe they're sold out <laughs> it's not showing me any prices so i don't know uh but yeah i did not watch much of it so apparently i wonder if was, they had like someone like bill clark holmes down there buy all the tickets yeah jonathan field says ten dollars tickets. Said, sounds yeah. about right um i would not pay more than ten dollars to go see that so apparently there was a show did you watch any of it chandler uh, yeah, I watched a little bit of it. And by the way, T's and P's to former ECU safety Warren Saber. Yeah. Broke his right forearm. Cinema um, text. He so, seemed to be in good spirits, but that stinks. That your, does suck. Your first game. Yeah. Uh, Garrett McGinn played over the weekend, so good to see him back in action. His team, New Jersey, lost by four, 28-24. Uh, uh, did you see any of the show called United by Football? I guess this was running, like, going into the game. I did not. And it was almost like a hard knocks look at the USFL. No. I didn't see any of it, Mm -hmm. but there was a clip that came out of it that is making the rounds online today. Uh, Davion Smith got cut by the Pittsburgh Maulers. I don't know if I should play the cut first or or hear the background of it. CJ, apparently they, uh, they do things tough up there in Pittsburgh. Because this now, guy... Are you a Maulers fan, CJ? He's all in. Did y'all win? I have no idea. Oh, some fan. Ah, they're the team that uh, didn't play. They play tonight. Monday Night Football. Oh, Monday Night Football some with the fan. USFL. Who won the race last night, Troy? Bush. He knew that one. He's hey, the only some, guy. Want some M&Ms, buddy? He's the only guy that Troy would know is on his team, Kyle Bush. <laughs> and Kurt Bush, because they have the same last yeah, name. Yeah, big, big win. Give me a 10 spot. Man. I got you. Um, <laughs> Davion Smith was cut because he wanted pizza instead of chicken salad. Oh, I heard about this, but I didn't hear the audio. I thought Rome was joking about No, this. this is real. I didn't even think this was real. So this is real. So the head coach is... They cut him because he wanted pizza? It's Kirby Wilson. Here, Let's hear the exchange right. here, uh, Shirley. This is from the show, United by Football. Well, he crossed the line. So we had to deal with it. This is very difficult for me as a head coach, my first time. But we have a business. Okay, this is a business, and you're a businessman. We all are. Because that's the nature of the beast right now. But uh, when I first talked to you guys on March 22nd, I had a handbook. I covered some items that were very important to me. Line 46 addresses that. Any disrespect of football or members, staff, USFL, hotel, etc., would not be tolerated. And it's been brought to my attention that has occurred with you. So unfortunately, unfortunately, hear me out. Unfortunately, cost of doing business, I'm gonna have to let you go. Okay. I didn't think I did anything or said anything disrespectful. I, I can tell you what happened exactly. It's not important right now. 
Right. It's not important. I don't know. It's already happened. Right. It's already happened. I didn't say anything disrespectful. He said, is that going to be a problem? I said, yes. That's it. And I walked away. I mean, I didn't think that was disrespectful. Me saying yes, I don't eat chicken salad. And I was like, is there another option? Walked in with pizza. And I was like, can I get a slice of pizza? He said, no. And I was like, he said, is that going to be a problem? I said, yes. That's all I said. I didn't say no cuss word, nothing. That's all I said. I promise you, no disrespectful on my dad's life. I promise you, I didn't say nothing disrespectful besides yes. And I appreciate you sharing that. But the matters, it's done. It's done. <sighs> Someone's feelings hurt feelings or a distant second to the greater good of the team. And we've moved on and turned that page and I'm happy we did it. All right, there you go, Troy. Yeah, they must have really been looking for a reason to cut this guy. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> he doesn't eat chicken salad. Now I'll say, though, it depends where the chicken salad came from. There are different types of chicken salad. I've had some chicken salad that is just absolutely to die for, and I've had some that is disgusting. So there is a wide range of what kind of chicken salad and who made it and where did it come from and how fresh was it. Either way, that's kind of a lame excuse to I, cut somebody. I don't have all the details, but to me, this is a case where this coach turned chicken salad into chicken bleach. thank you why did i think of that that was pretty bad yeah Yeah, that's something that's a dad joke right there i'd come up with so the player uh did not want chicken salad and he saw some pizza the guy said is that is it a problem that you can't have the pizza you have to have chicken salad he said yes he gets cut and the coach uh says but you know what we're glad to cut him we told him rule 46 don't disrespect anybody yeah ah it's a weird deal that was almost sounds like a trap yeah, I feel like I, did they just make this moment to put that show out so it would go viral very and have possible. us talking about it? Because it, it sounds almost very, fake. very possible. I think this guy could be a victim of a setup here. Chandler, would you have just eaten the chicken salad? Are you a chicken salad fan? I like chicken salad. I like chicken salad. Yeah, I had some great chicken salad yesterday for part of my Easter meal. But like, I don't know. Maybe the guy should have just went out and got his own cheeseburger or something. If he's yeah. that worried about it, right? I don't know. But those Pittsburgh Maulers, they're man. talking more about that than they are the game. <laughs> so they play. And I got to say, I don't know. I, I mentioned this to you before. I tune in some, but I don't know how much of this I'm going to be watching. Will you be watching tonight at 7 o'clock? <sighs> is it on NBA? What is it's it on? It's on FS1. Doubtful. Yeah. I doubt it. I'm just being honest. Yeah. I highly doubt it. I didn't watch any this weekend. I pulled it up on my phone just because I remembered to remind you yeah so that's how i sent the reminder i pulled it up the uh fox app on my phone and had it on but i did not watch any of it was it any good football channel i mean uh, uh, skip's guys came from behind to win towards like one of the last plays shout out to skip i did see larry fedora on the sidelines a picture of it anyway he looks the, the same the new orleans breakers he looks old i think once you get in the usfl it ages you about 20 years does he look old because <laughs> he was always a younger guy I felt yeah, he looked like, pretty old yeah, yeah. So. I'll have to see a picture of him. <laughs> Our old buddy, Larry Fedora. Speaking of... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say with... Uh, by the way, congratulations, Sup Dogs. Uh, three-time yeah. national champion. Uh, with Caleb, Caleb Presley coming to town, we had Brett on on Thursday. He said that Caleb Presley would probably be coming if we won. We won. With Caleb Presley coming, let's get the band back together. Let's get Larry Fedora back in here. Let's get Ruffin back in here. Let's get Shane Carden and Justin Hardy. Let's get... Uh, Marcus uh, Marquise Williams. Let's get. I mean, let's get the guys back together and let's party like it's 2014. 
Was Trubisky... And, and Mitch Trubisky. He was on that roster, I want to say. I don't know if Probably. he played. Yeah. In the post that I had on Twitter, there is a picture of him getting like uh, sacked by the Swamp Monster. Who? Terry Tr- Williams. Trubisky? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he did. Oh, a great photo. Uh, that is an old photo of uh, of Larry. Um, so, yeah. We've got... Uh, yeah, Caleb Presley. Are we, can we air everything you said about Caleb Presley when he's here? Do you have it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I remember... Go for it. We went pretty hard on the director of uh, oh, football morale. The dumbest things I've because ever it seen. was hilarious. It, it was. And well, it turns out, I guess he was kind of in on the joke because he's like one of the funniest people now. So I don't know if he knew that it was a giant joke or what. But I think the coaches were serious about it at the time. I don't know. The, I mean, it was a circus over there. Yeah, they weren't focused on beating East Carolina. Those two Saturdays they met up in uh 13 and 14 morale was not good then it was not they needed uh some presley so anyway yeah sub dogs does it again got the news uh was it after we talked to brett on that it was, it thursday, was. It was thursday night yeah. about eight forty-five. it hit and uh what a dynasty three out of four years and they came in runner up the other year the covid year and brett said it's gonna uh, be a quick turnaround for the party so probably some details coming up soon yeah and they need like a big space i did reach out to Brett. i was at, i was like well what do you think about the convention center you know something like that and he's like ah too far from campus. sounds like he's really lobbying for mingy's yeah and i don't know if that would be good or bad i don't i don't know you know if that the, it worked out awesome here at uh, Five Points. Yeah, but, there, but what he's there saying could be is, twice as many it's a people. space issue. The, the, uh, no, well, they can have thousands here. Last time they did it at the State Theater, you know, they had a thousand. I think you said twelve hundred. Yeah, uh, yeah twelve hundred people in the State Theater the last time. But you can probably still get more in Minji's than out here, I would think. Oh, I, I think you could. Remember when Parmalee played? They had like freaking ten thousand people out here. Where at? at, at five out, points. Five positive. points. It was packed. It was twice as packed as Doggy Jams. Uh, I was he cut it off Jams. at Doggy Jams. It was only forty five hundred. It was all plenty. He wanted to leave space for people to walk around the back. You could have doubled that if he wanted to. Well, let's go to the thick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that might actually not be a bad idea. Yeah. So I don't know. Good but, problem to have, I guess. Yeah. Planning a uh, a giant party for your championship for the third time. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's take another break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one. Coming up hour two, we will go inside the Players' Lounge, presented by Delcor. Hear from C.J. Mayhew, Bryson Worrell, Ryder Giles, and Zach Agnos. they got a lot of wins to talk about. We'll do that when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT expert since 2006. University PC Care is the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let them take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. And as we head back into the show, a quick note um, that, uh, well, never mind. This? 
No, never mind. All right, a fake note. I th- yeah, I thought I had news, and then I realized, nope, Shirley I don't. Rhodes with that's the not head. fake. That's not so quick. Well, no. At, at least I didn't tell you something that was incorrect. True. Rather have. Uh, I'd sure. rather go. I had fake. That's a fake live news. audio edit by Shirley. <laughs> yeah, that was a live audio edit. Yeah. All right. No news is good news. Here's some news. Uh, more of a guest alert. Coming up Tuesday on the show, of course, East Carolina UNCW Tuesday night in Clark LeClaire Stadium. Former Pirate Seth Manus is now with the bad guys. Uh, yeah, he is this? on the UNCW staff. We are planning to hook up with him tomorrow and having him on the show ahead of the game. So it'll be great to talk about his major league days, his days here at East Carolina, and what he is up to now, Troy Dick. Always like Seth. What a uh, great guest to have. Hate that he's with the wrong team I know. at this point. But, uh, you know, getting his co- college coaching career started. And so. he's in a player development personnel one of those roles Mm -hmm. so i don't know if he's you know is that his entry into being like a college head coach is that his entry into something else like i don't know we'll talk to him about it tomorrow does he want to get back in the major leagues coaching wise right so uh we'll we'll talk about what he's up to uh in his life right now and uh and how weird is it going to be for him how weird was it the first time around to be rooting against the purple and gold but yeah that is the uh the place he's in right now all right uh coming up in just a little bit we'll hear from cj mayhew bryson Worrell, Ryder giles and zach agnos inside the uh, delcor players lounge and i guess uh that lit off a quick light but we don't have to get into as many details as you want troy but during the break uh i said delcor and it reminded you of a golf tournament coming up and yeah well yeah. the delcor sponsors the riley's army golf tournament coming up this weekend that pirate radio is proud to sponsor also and you may we'll have, have a, a spot on the team we'll have a pirate radio team we're gonna i think we're sponsoring the first hole possibly like long i have to get with ellerby on it i don't think it's a whole one i think it's like a long drive maybe on that hole um but yes we will have a pirate radio team and this will be my first golf outing in a long time and you have uh potentially put potentially, the invite out for I, another I, teammate i have uh possibly as a option i just wanted to see his availability first and then as it gets closer we will uh funnel down and pare down the finalists for the team but i have <laughs> so this Ch- opportunity can Ch- still be yanked away Ch- chandler honeycutt is on the list okay. as an optional player available uh as an alternate right now an optional pickup potentially for friday well you know john daly won the 1991 pga championship as the ninth alternate that's right in the in the tournament yeah and you know what happens if you get picked up as a player as an alternate you're a player oh baby yeah (laughs) hey i'm coming off a uh second place finish in the memorial tournament at lakewood country club this past saturday well your stock has just gone up son in the second flight jot that uh, down write that down somewhere (laughs) yeah second place yeah so you're just like harold varner exactly <laughs> yeah, did you wear purple no i did well it was on a saturday oh um but if i do have the honor of playing on your uh on the pirate radio team for this tournament mm-hmm. the delcor Raleigh's army tournament i will wear purple on friday so what'd you shoot to finish second you said uh 57 which is uh 15 under it was a super bowl tournament okay so 57 yeah i like yeah I, you have good chances to make the cut here so 
we'll be we'll be finalizing potential the news, soon. but we'll break the news uh, later this week. Whatever the final decision is, yeah, the decision, the decision. And I think we should have CJ or somebody going around uh, documenting this because you're playing too. I will be playing. This, be, this will be my first time I've played in years. Ellerby says content is king. I think it's going to be some yeah. great content of some missed putts, some yeah. made putts. CJ, would you be available at least for a few holes to come on out there and? <laughs> he's the content junkie. Content. content. CJ will have his drones out there. Yeah, we'll be ready. To yeah, go. we'll yeah, uh, we'll bring our team with us. Document this. Could be some good, entertaining stuff. Yes, I've warmed up a little bit to the idea of golf, but I still just don't think I. This can is do the it. way I like to play, guys. Super Bowl tournament. You get four guys together on your team. You have some camaraderie out there. You have some fun times, and then whoever you know, you you make. A, a crappy hit it's okay because when your teammates you got three other chances for someone to make a good one how long is this going to take y'all going 18 18 so about three and a half four hours well definitely four with a super bowl tournament sometimes it can drag on a little bit longer it's a big commitment yeah especially well it's what we do for the community clip yeah i appreciate that yeah but especially if you aren't good or yeah that's right so how do you get good other than play? That well, that's it's a you have chicken to play and, uh, to get good egg deal. Yeah. You have to play to get good. That's why it's so frustrating. I don't have time to get good, so I can hit good shots occasionally, but I'm not consistently good. Um, so about one out of every four, I'm like, oh, that was a good shot, and then kind of gives you the fever <clears> a little bit. But then you hit the next shot, you know, off into the woods, and then you're like, ah, oh, this is why I hate well, this game. Golf, learning how to play golf is just like you know nowadays with this right here which is a phone. I mean, it's like you want to learn how to change a tire, you Google it, you YouTube it. You can go to YouTube right now or Google or whatever. Even on TikTok, there's pages on TikTok that give you drills to do at home. Yeah. But I just don't you, have, have, to, you have to have the commitment to yeah. it. Yeah. And if you really I, want to learn how to play golf, then, I mean. As I said, this is more fun for me to, to go out with the guys, play in a Super Bowl tournament, and that gets my fix. I'm good. Golf, to me, it, it you know? isn't even about – it's about going out there and having fun. It's about it's the Join nature. It's about the fellowship. Yeah. and Having a few Bruce If keys. you're one of those guys that's going to slam your club or do all that, then just – don't show up yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're just out there to have fun yeah so what you're saying is molly shouldn't be on our team i'd oh. see i haven't played with molly i don't know if he's like that oh, i didn't okay. say that he just strikes me as one of those guys that takes it very serious mm, yeah maybe but i can also see him just be like hey it's not, i mean look it's just a bad shot <laughs> I, I expected you to hit that shot i expected to hit that shot. I, I knew i was gonna have to carry this team yeah so i don't know uh, hopefully that would be cool to see molly out there See, I think he. I think he is out there. I think he's going to be on one of the teams. Cool yeah, deal. So you'll see him. Oh. Yeah, I might. Should I go out there and heckle him? Follow yeah. him around. Yes. Course? Now that would be great. Clip. Coughing you'll miss swing. this putt, Molly. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> yeah. Molly. He called Molly Penny Penny Mullis for all his pennies that he brought. <laughs> no, It'll be his new nickname. Hey, Penny. <laughs> well, I can't uh, hit a golf ball, but I can I can shoot a basketball. I went to my parents yesterday and was shooting with my nephew. Oh, just throw some hoops up? Still got it. Dude. Oh, nice. <laughs> you want to talk about a guy that can't throw some hoops up? It's not a phrase used in basketball. You know what's funny? I actually <laughs> took some shots yesterday, too. I was over. So did you take the hoop and throw <laughs> it and up? And throw some hoops up? <laughs> I, was, I was over. So Tyler was over at a friend's house in the neighborhood, and I went over there for a minute. And I was, he's got a nice little basketball court in his backyard, you know, on his, with his driveway. And I said, here, toss me with a rock. And I oh, threw God. it up, made the shot, 
and I, I, I thought I like my shoulder, my right shoulder, like I thought something popped. I was like, oh man, I just, I'm just healing off my, you know, incident on the ATV when it snowed. Remember your near death experience? Yeah, I'm just starting to heal from there, thanks to my cortisone shot from my friends at uh, Ortho East. By the way, great, great level of service that uh, I appreciate. Those guys, I won't even be able to move it. But then I went up with the shot, and I was like, oh, that might have not been good. So I might have injured myself making a three, by the way. You got a golf tournament this weekend. I know. You can't be doing stuff But that's I feel like that's down. It's only when I move up it becomes a problem. So as long as I keep it going down, I'm good. Up, bad. Did you call the foul? Did you call the foul on yourself? (laughs) Ghost man. (laughs) That's a foul! Damn one! It's like, God, this is bad. How am I getting injured just shooting a basketball here? Do you tell anybody? Just you guys. Yeah, I figured He kicks it back yeah. out to Dreyfus. I don't want to Three tell ball. anybody. Bang! I was like, ah, I kind of tried to fake down. it. I'm he's good, down. guys. I'm good. I'll see you later. <laughs> I don't want the two 14-year-olds looking at me like, how And Dreyfus is slow to get up. <laughs> he was not even contacted. But he's slow to get up. We'll see what's going on yeah. here. So I was looking. I hadn't shot a basketball in a while. So it was kind of fun. Fun to do. How fun long did you do up. it for? Uh, solid seven minutes. Okay. Now, I, t- nice. I will tell you what I do a lot of in the backyard. Uh, throw the football. Because Tyler loves to play football. We throw the football all the time. We'll run routes and different things. Or he'll run routes and I'll throw it to him. I'm getting pretty good at throwing the football. Because I'm <laughs> doing it so much. Good. And I'm not saying I'm Holt Nailers or anything. I'm just saying, for a guy my age, I'm pretty good at throwing the rock. All right. You know, Tom That's- Brady is close to you he is close to my age yes yes he is a great person to be as a mentor (laughs) and he keeps coming back yeah you talk about wanting to touch somebody i want to touch tom brady can't blame you i need to add to my touch list man okay who's the most famous person you've touched clip Hmm. don't say troy d touched a couple of celebs at the old uh mj tournament a long time ago yeah. oh um uh, vince carter slant one of the best yeah. dunkers of all time yeah touched him um you know this is so uh, we went to the when the dean dome opened they had some kind of like alumni game mm-hmm. and all the old players came in this was like mid to late 80s i was really young at the time little clip and I have a picture with me and Jimmy Black. Yeah, I remember Jimmy guard. Black. Oh, yeah. Now, that came after... 1982. We have a picture of a young Michael Jordan walking by, smiling, like right in front of us. Mm-hmm. And my parents were trying to get me to take a picture with him, but I was a little kid. I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I'm scared, whatever. He's a nobody. And then finally, I built myself up to like, all right, I'm going to do this. And I got it with Jimmy Black. Yeah. It could have been me and Jordan. Oh, how cool would that have been? But instead, it, instead of MJ, it was JB. Yeah. The, uh, what, the point guard, I yeah, guess, on the point guard. 82 yeah. team. Yeah, great player. But, but, uh, but no Michael Jordan. So my answer would have been Jordan, but instead, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. So there you go. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if Vince Carter is the most famous, but that one comes to mind. Well, Dean Smith, he's more yeah. famous than Vince Carter. Sure. I hate that these I've are all Tar Heels, but it tells you about my childhood. Yeah, unfortunately, I told you a story. Where I remember being a kid, meeting Dean Smith, and I was at an airport and watching Dean Smith smoke. I was that was back in the days you could actually smoke in a terminal, and uh, I was stunned. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my gosh, Dean Smith smokes!" Well, that's when I learned how to smoke at uh, Dean Smith basketball camp. We did a drill after you shoot; you take a few puffs. <laughs> 
Dean Smith. Put your ashtray to the, the side. Dean Smith way. <laughs> Burn a few smokes. Yeah. They always said the last thing he did before he walked out on the court, he would just get a drag as like just as much as he could. Yeah. And then he'd stomp it out right before he walked on to like even back in the Carmichael days. Yeah, that's what I do before doing PA. <laughs> Same drill. And the show. <laughs> and the show. <laughs> in between breaks. Uh, so there you go. All right, enough Tar Heel crap. Harold yeah. Varner III with exactly. Aidis right now. Exactly. Uh, let's talk Pirates. When we return, we'll hear from C.J. Mayhew, Bryson World, Ryder Giles, Zach Agnos, as we go inside the Players' Lounge. See you Thursday. All right, back uh, on Thursday for Troy D in the 5 o'clock hour. Back with the ECU baseball players when we return Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live after this. PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Give him a call today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, I did some math during the break. Bryson Worrell on the uh, weekend series. First of all, he had seven hits. Uh Uh-oh. He had two home runs. Uh oh. Oh my god. He had a triple. Oh my so god. So that's eight and, and four ten singles. To, uh, wait, okay. So eight, that's twelve, spins. fifteen spins. Yeah. Oh, you guys are gonna be sick. So we are going to have Shirley, will you take a couple spins? Sure. How many can I get you down for? Wait, how many do we have? You wanna do two? I'll do three. All right. Way to take one for the team. CJ, how many spins do you want to do when Bryson's here? Well, if she does three and we have 12 left, we can split the rest evenly unless you're asking me to take take a couple extra for the team. How many do you want to take? I'll take four. <laughs> All right. So that leaves seven. So eight. Wait, wait I'm doing seven. So that'd yeah. be four for you, four for um, Chandler, four for CJ, and then me. All right, I'm gonna, I take three. I'm gonna give myself three and Chandler five. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, don't tell Chandler that. He's already had a hard day. And he's he gonna got, make it worse. He got sick last time he did this. I don't think it was related to the spins, but maybe we'll go four each. I guess. Yeah, go four each. He's uh, had a, he's had a rough day today. Expecting the arrival uh, later on this hour of Bryson Whirl, and uh, we'll. I believe talk on the phone to Zach Agnos. I know Ryder Giles will join us on the phone. Yeah, I have a bone to pick with, J- with Zach Agnos, by the way. All right. Uh, save it for when he joins us. <laughs> so you can say it directly to his face. I think I know what it's related to. You know exactly what, what it's related to. got you uh, hooked on something? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, and it's all his fault because I had put that thing away years ago and now and he kept bringing it up and i'm like uh now i gotta go back and play again all right we'll uh we'll talk about that with him later on right now we'll head out to the pirate radio live line and talk to 
CJ Mayhew, East Carolina played so well this weekend. CJ was kind of bored. They didn't need him. They did use him in the win over Elon, and we'll discuss that and more with the Pirate Pitcher who joins us now on the Pirate Radio Live Line. CJ, appreciate your time. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Hey, great. Uh, congratulations on a great weekend for the Pirates. How about a three-game sweep against UCF and uh, CJ, your first sweep of conference play this year, and uh, that had to feel pretty good. Tell us about uh, the weekend and uh, and finishing it off on Saturday. Uh, yes, uh, I mean it was it's awesome uh, being able to get the sweep. We've been we've been pretty close the last two weeks, and this week we finally finished it out. Uh, I think it was a complete team win this uh, this weekend, so it was really really good to be a part of. And man, the bats got going, uh, CJ, and uh, that's got to make you pitchers feel good when the bats get heated up like that. What was that like watching that offensive performance by the Pirates uh, this weekend? Uh, I mean, it was it was awesome. It was, it was crazy. Um, yeah, it seemed like the bats they they never cooled down this weekend. It was a uh, it was a uh, really really cool to see. Uh, seemed like we just kept adding runs on almost every inning, so uh, just putting a lot of pressure on the other team. CJ Mayhew joining us. CJ, you guys, when I talk to you every Monday, seem so consistent. Uh, you, you you go to work, you do your job, and and hope you get the results you get. Uh, and then those results are positive. So I don't think much changes for you. I mean, did you guys do anything different this weekend that you haven't done all season long, or was it just kind of sticking to it and and you got those results uh, that you were looking for? Yeah, uh, I mean, we 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 didn't try to change uh, much of anything. Just Digging to approach, and uh, I know from the offensive side, every guy one through nine um, kept the chain together. We always talk about, and uh, when you do that, good things will happen. And it capped off a great week for you. you got the midweek win uh, as well, CJ, and uh, you played a big part in that. Uh, coming in, pitching a couple of innings, four strikeouts. How about your performance uh, against Elon? How'd you feel out there? Uh, felt really good. Uh, I think I came in. It might have been uh, the fifth inning or, or, yeah, I think the fifth inning there was two runners on. And uh, my job was just to get the offense back in the dugout as quick as possible, and uh, that's what I did. They're able to do that and uh, some great pitching performances uh, throughout the week and the weekend. But, uh, man, when you guys go, what, two, four, six, uh, I think nine pitchers against Elon and giving up uh, – only uh you know seven hits one run that's good midweek ball to get you into the weekend now you got uncw coming up you, you get them at your place this time cj i know you've talked about their crowd on the road now you get the seahawks at home and uh, i know you're excited about that on tuesday yeah uh, no, now i've since i've been here i've never played uh wilmington at home we've always been there and their crowd is uh they bring a good crowd there so uh i'm excited for for tomorrow and uh excited for uh pirate nation to be out there thursday uh friday saturday series with easter weekend cj so how did you spend your uh your easter sunday um yesterday uh went to church in the morning me and a couple guys on the team and then we went to uh webb tindall's house for uh lunch <laughs> okay webb tindall former uh pirate ba- uh north carolina basketball player right yeah what's the uh what's the connection there um, he, uh, him and, uh, a pastor, Jay, uh, Jamin, they come and, uh, do, uh, like a little, uh, on Sundays they come, uh, you can come early in the mornings and they, uh, do like a little Bible study with the team. So okay. we've got a little close connection with them. 
Good deal. Yeah, he's a great dude. And uh, this is kind of a weird transition going from Bible study to C.J. Mayhew beating up somebody. Uh, so the other night on uh, last week on Twitter during the rain delay, I guess Thursday, C.J., I said uh, on Twitter, pick a current Pirate baseball player for each of the following. Uh, number one, fist fight your enemy. Number two, marry your sister. Number three, uh, pick a Pirate to live with for a year. And my answers were... Uh, to live with for a year, I pick Ryder Giles. He seems pretty chill. Uh, marry your sister, Bryson Whirl. As far as I know, he's a pretty good dude, so I'll take him. And then uh, to fist fight my enemy, I selected C.J. Mayhew because I don't know, man. You, you kind of got that bulldog in you. Um, first of all, did, what do you think about my answers there? Uh, I mean, I, I'd have to say they're, they're, they're pretty right. <laughs> all right, well, now I'm, uh, I'm going to turn the tables on you, put you on the spot, C.J., you got to you got to answer those questions for your teammates. So, so what uh, pirate other than yourself would you pick to uh, fist fight your enemy? Oh, uh, I'd probably go with uh, uh, probably Bryson. I mean, he's, he's the biggest guy on the team. He's uh, he's, yeah, he's got a pretty he'd, he'd intimidate the uh, the other guy. That's for sure. All right, what current pirate do you trust to uh, to marry your sister? Oh. Uh, Probably, uh, I'd say Zach. Okay. All right. Zach Agnos. How about what current pirate would you pick to live with for a year? I guess you might already be doing this, but who, uh, who's on the team would, you know, it's not only cool to hang out with, but also they'll do some dishes, they'll do some laundry. You know, you don't want to, to live with a sloppy guy. So, uh, who would you pick? Yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to pick my roommate. <laughs> live with, uh, Skylar and Zach, but, uh, if I had to pick one, it'd probably be, uh, Cooch Mayer, he's a, he's a, I mean, he's just a fun guy to be around, and he's, he's a pretty clean guy. So, and uh, and then speaking of Cooch, uh, is he doing all right? Uh, CJ, you expect to see him back on the mound soon? Yeah, uh, I I haven't heard much, but I talked to him, and uh, I mean, he said he's doing fine, so he'll be out there. Good deal. Uh, back on the road this weekend at Tulane, old uh, Corey Glore will be on the call when the Pirates take on the Green Wave. And I've asked uh, a lot of you guys, and, and I don't know you specifically have said this, but when I talk about you know who who do you like to beat in conference, who who talks a little junk, well you know Tulane seems to come up a lot, so this should be a fun weekend, right? Yeah, last year was. Uh... I mean, I, I've never been to Tulane. All the guys on the team said so it's a it's an awesome place to play at. But playing them last year, yeah, they was uh, there was a there was a little rowdy in their dugouts. So, yeah, it was a it was a fun series last year, and I'm expecting a, a fun one this year. CJ May, you joining us? CJ, appreciate it, man. Hopefully, we can get you back in the uh, studio next Monday. But great to talk with you today. Have a, a great week, and uh, we'll see you out at Clark Leclaire uh, coming up Tuesday night against UNCW. Yes, sir. I'll see you. All right, C.J. Mayhew joining us here on Pirate Radio Live as part of the Players' Lounge presented by Delcor. Delcor has been the trusted HVAC and plumbing contractor in eastern North Carolina for over five decades. When it comes to cooling, heating, and plumbing repair, you can always rely on the service professionals for any size job. Call Delcor, 321-8868, or visit DelcorInc.com. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we will talk to Ryder Giles, also Bryson Whirl later on. And we'll go from CJ to CJ. CJ, do you have your awards on you? All right. We'll talk a little NBA playoffs. We'll get CJ Schaefer's end of the year awards. I'm looking at the actual award finalists right now. 
Uh, we'll get CJ's awards, talk about what's going on round one in the NBA playoffs when we return. Also, more from Pirate Baseball players after these words. PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations. And additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Give them a call today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Man, this Kuna Ice is banging. What flavor did you get? Caribbean cherry. Oh. Caribbean or Caribbean? What do you say? I say Caribbean, but... I, I mean, say, Caribbean queen. I know. Come on. I say Caribbean queen, but I say Caribbean jerk. So I got the, I don't know. I say Caribbean. Okay. Well, he's a Filipino. He should, well, he, you should know. Oh, yeah. It's authentic. <laughs> I don't know what that one has to do with the other, but you, you're a little more cultured than we are. I'm an island boy. <laughs> yes, you are. Chandler, what'd you get? Uh, pina colada. Pina colada. You always go with the pina colada. It's a nice little taste. I like it. Shirley, how about you? The watermelon mint. Hmm. And it's quite good. I'm not very minty. It has just a just a very 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 light hint of mint. Hint of mint. Yeah, it's a hint of mint. So what about for ice cream, like a chocolate chip mint? Oh, that's my favorite ice cream of all time. I'm with Shirley then. Okay. What kind do you get? Uh, Orange. Sorry sitting to, in the freezer right now. Okay, sorry to take you away from it for a moment. Uh, we'll continue on our Delcor uh, Players Lounge with Bryson Whirl and Ryder Giles coming up in just a little bit. But uh, CJ, <laughs> I feel like it's been a bit where we just like you keep saying you have your NBA awards yeah. and we never get to them. <laughs> and it would be funny if I just didn't get to them until like September uh, when everything's over. But uh, I, we'll go ahead and get to them before we do. We need to get back in the mood. I used to own the. Well, hold on, Shirley. Let me let me set it up a little bit. All right, uh, relax. <laughs> you know, it, it, no, I got a little flustered because you know, I the phone rang. I answered I know, the phone, know, and know, then you know, said something about know, it, and I was I like, know. "Oh shoot, I'm gonna miss my cue." <laughs> So this is the one where, by the way, stop doing that. You continue to get the song wrong. <laughs> stop doing that. God. All right. So I'm going to need the one with words that's on the top row uh, to start with. But ah. so I used to run this every day on the sports bar and the playoffs last like three months. Right. So this like people would really hate this. Uh, so let's bring it back to get ourselves fired up for uh, some NBA playoff talk and some NBA awards talk. Surely let's get fired up for the playoffs. 
Basketball is a lot of fun, and it's even more fun when the pros are in the playoffs. Sometimes the guys do dunks, and sometimes they make really cool three shots. The games are really close a lot, and they're on all the time, like every night, so you can watch them. Basketball is like football, but they try to shoot the ball in a hoop instead of a touchdown. I like basketball. I really like basketball in the playoffs. Basketball is really cool. Let's talk about cool playoff basketball in the sports bar. Let's do it on Pirate Radio Live instead. It's a great song. It is. Not only talking. I had completely forgotten about this. Because <laughs> I was like, also, where are you going with this? Explain some of the rules and like how yeah. things work. So if you're not familiar with basketball. I feel like I helped you learn a little bit about it now. Some people may not be aware where the three-point line is. That's true. It's the one beyond the free throw line. Right. But it's not the half-court line. Right, right. Can't mix that up. This totally one's different lines. And people were really confused when they used to go to ECU games back in the day and the volleyball lines would be on the court. <laughs> what do those mean? Are those five-pointers? All right. Uh, Bryson's here. So let's uh, – tell you what we'll do. Let's get your awards – instead of uh and then we'll go through the playoffs uh maybe an hour three when we have time bryce you can join us if you want we're going to talk a little nba for a moment and then we'll get to you and my god we owe you a lot of spins i mean really take it easy dude all right we'll get to that uh you watching the playoffs at all bryson you follow nba at all um no not really i just saw miles bridges throw the mouth (laughs) yeah that was unfortunate and little out of character but that was a moronic move by him all right uh let's get your awards this is cj award now you spend time on this yeah you also have how many players do you have on your tiers list um about 50 it's eight tiers and then that doesn't include the players who are injured obviously and you do this just for yourself Mm mm-hmm okay so you're really into it yeah 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 all right fair enough all right who is your uh, most valuable player for this season i think they got the three correct the the three finalists are Embiid, Jokic, and Giannis. i have Jokic as the mvp but i think these guys clearly separated themselves from everybody else this year Jokic won last year now have these awards been announced yet no the official this is all that's been announced you're going with joker back to back yep all right who is your rookie of the year uh i have evan mobley uh, Scotty Barnes did make a really good push at the end of the year, but I think it was uh, it's going to be the case of a little too little too late. Cade Cunningham is a finalist. Has a guy that played on a team as bad as him won the award? Or when's the last time that happened? I if I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's happened just because. I mean, really bad teams draft the really good players, but I can't remember the last time it's happened off the top of my head. So you're going Evan Mobley, right? From USC right yeah yeah okay <laughs> i thought you were saying it not asking i don't know sixth man of the year sixth man of the year i have tyler hero it's i don't really think it's all that close i mean he's a he's a big reason they're the one seed they have a okay i, I admittedly don't watch a lot of miami basketball i did when they watched the hornets is their bench better than their starters there are i mean there's a lot of the bench players a handful of the bench players that play I guess fourth or fifth starter minutes. Now they brought in Hero and Duncan Robinson and those guys and right. went up immediately by thirty. Yeah, that's it's impressive because one of the things that kind of separates the the great teams from the good teams in the playoffs is which team's stars 
will perform well in the playoffs. Every team seems to have a superstar except for the Heat, but they are still the one seed regardless. Jimmy Butler, not a superstar? Correct. Not a superstar. Uh, By the way, Bryson, if you would like some free Kona ice, they're giving away free Kona ice in the parking lot. I heard. Go go, uh, check some out. Troy D says there's two sugar-free flavors, so... If that's your thing. No, that's not my thing. <laughs> Bring on the sugar. <laughs> Defensive player of the year. So, I think... So, I have Marcus Smart. and that, that might a homer be pick? A little bit. Um, I think... I really think it's going to be between... So, I have it between him and actually Bam Adebayo, who mm. is not a finalist. And I haven't looked at the amount of games Bam has played. It might be because he didn't play the correct amount, which I think is 58 games. All right. Uh, but I like Mikhail Bridges there. I like Rudy Gobert there. Rudy's there every year now, but I have Marcus Smart, and I think he's going to show. I know the playoffs don't count towards the awards, but after yesterday, and I think for the rest of this series against the Nets, he's going to show that he's the defense player of the year. All right, most improved player of the year. So I have Ja. I don't know if you've heard the issue that people are having with Ja as most improved. Well, he was already good. Right. The. And which is I think he's argument. too good for that award. Well, there's I I I understand that sentiment, but I do think if you're gonna if you're gonna make that the case, that needs to be explicitly stated, and it hasn't been. So I have John Morant. Otherwise, I would have had Darius Garland, but I feel like instead of Dejounte Murray, I would have honestly had Miles Bridges. I was gonna ask, is he a candidate for yeah, this? Yeah, I think I, he should be. Yeah, yeah, he's had a he's had a really good year. Or even Lamelo. Yeah, but I do understand the sentiment about Ja not being available. All right, Coach of the Year. Um, your Celtics guy. I mean, no, he would be. I do have him in the top five, but I got to go with Monty Williams. I mean, some people, some people said they overachieved last year, getting into the finals. Um, Said they'd have a hangover year this year, even though they didn't win the championship. But Monty Williams brought them back to a 60-plus win team. Uh, honestly, they might cruise right into the finals. Yeah, it I, appears they will. Yeah, it's it's going to be hard even for a team like the Warriors to compete with them. Are there any other awards you've given out? Well, they have first-team All-NBA, first-team All-Defense, all that stuff. I like how somebody pointed out that all the awards are sponsored by Kia except the Coach of the Year. <laughs> Well, yeah. Ikea wants no part of the coaches. Very weird stuff. That is strange. So, no coaches in Ikea. All right, anything else, CJ? No, not right now. All right, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll t- when we get talking NBA playoffs, we'll get you back on. Okay. Get your thoughts. A uh, last-second win by the Celtics yesterday. Yeah, Very we're, exciting. We're going to have to talk about that later. My still recovering from that. Okay, we'll get to it. Uh, we'll be recovering from a lot of spins that we're going to take on the Tilt-A-Whirl oh because Bryson went off over the weekend. Can you hang through a break? We'll take yeah, a break. Yeah, yeah. Alright, let's take a break. We'll come back. Bryson World joins us to talk about his monster weekend in Orlando and a great weekend for the Pirates. A great week for the Pirates winning all four games. We'll talk about the week ahead as well when we return after this.
This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, back with you here on a Monday edition, a Players' Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live, presented by Delcor. Shirley Rhodes, CJ Schaefer, Clip Rock, Chandler Honeycutt, and Pirate Center fielder Bryson World joining us coming off. I don't know, Bryson, have you do you recall a series hitting better than the one you just had against UCF? Uh maybe last year against Memphis. I think I had player of the week last year too. And that was a pretty similar week, I think, stats wise. Congratulations on that too. Player AAC player of the week. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I mean not something you you go for or worry about, but no. nice to have, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think the sweep's better, but I'm yeah. thinking. How you do you go. find out that you won that award? Does the coach come up and tell you, or do you just find out through social media? Or yeah, what? our um, Instagram team posted it, so I just saw it on there. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool deal. Uh, Zach Agnos alerts us that he will be in studio coming up at 5 o'clock, so we'll still have Zach in here. We got Ryder Giles on the phone and, uh, and Bryson joining us now. We'll go ahead and get it out of the way. So just so I can continue to talk – Let's go ahead and get y'all spins in. So, Shirley, uh, thank you for agreeing to do three spins. Now, we, we do this. The Tilt-A-Whirl is uh, Bryson Whirl. When he gets a hit, that's a, that's one spin. A doubles two, triple three, home run four. So, for this weekend, we owe him 15 <coughs> spins. That's crazy. Because not only did he have two jacks, he had four singles and threw in a triple in. That is a, fun. That is a season high, and I don't know if that can be beaten. We'll see. That Yeah. So. Now your job is to try to, to get even more. <laughs> so uh, we'll go ahead and get y'all going here. So Shirley 3, CJ 4, and uh, they're going to get the spins in. <laughs> There's one for Shirley. CJ's got a pretty good... Two uh, for Shirley. Pretty good going. Three okay. for Shirley. She's done, and he needs one more. All right, I'm going to do my four... Chandler, can you ask uh, Bryson a question while I'm doing mine? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, well, I asked you a question uh, off the air about congratulations on the two home runs this past week. Thank you. Um, when you hit a bomb, because the one on Thursday was a no-doubter, uh-huh. you were talking about how you were kind of reading the, the center fielder. Is that what happens every single time you hit a bomb like that? You just kind of read what the outfielders are doing? Uh, sometimes yeah. they don't even jog at all. They'll just watch it go by. Yeah, I think that's when you pretty much know it's gone. But, yeah, the, the ones that you hit and where you don't really know, you kind of read the outfielder, and they're kind of going back and slowing down near the wall and looking backwards, and you kind of know. It's like, yeah, and that's got to be a great feeling, too. Yeah, it's a pretty good feeling. All right, you're out. I'm in. <laughs> Bryson World joining us here. Uh, Bryson, to get that win on Tuesday and follow it up with three more. You guys, and, and you in particular, are so consistent. You're like, well, I didn't do great this weekend. I'm going to keep doing the same thing, pick it up. But what was the, uh, I don't know, the locker room, the clubhouse like after picking up that sweep, your first uh, series sweep in conference play? What was it like for you guys? Yeah, man, it was awesome. I mean, I think we talked about last week how we've had those um, puzzle pieces where we pitched good some, then we've hit really good some. And I think uh, these, this weekend was kind of we put it together where we, I mean, we can see what we do when we play to the best of our abilities. I mean, our pitching was on. I mean, the last two games gave up one run in two games. And then, of course, the offense, we scored 
think around 30 around 30 runs in the yeah. three games so yeah, I mean, it just shows that what we can do when we play our best baseball. And for a guy like Ryder who is pitching when there's a long lightning delay for him, he's probably frustrated. He knows that's it for him. How about you? Y'all just had that big inning, so you're on such a big high. Was it like, all right, we got to somehow keep this going, finish this game off? What was that long delay like for you guys? Um, yeah, there kind of is a lull in there because you kind of have to – we move back to the bus. We're sitting on the bus for probably 45 minutes to an hour. Um, but when you get back out there, it's kind of like you're starting a new game. I mean, yeah. you got to get in that mindset where, hey, we're, like, we're about to start playing here in the next 20 minutes and do what you need to do to get ready to go. Talk last week that it was, uh, it was, I think it was a good thing that UCF was ahead of you guys in the standings. It kind of gave you something to chase for, something to go after. This weekend, you'll be taking on a team that's right there near the top with you in the AAC in Tulane. So, again, still a lot of games left to go, but uh, the top two teams in the conference are going to go at it this weekend. That, that's got to get you guys fired up. Yeah, it's similar to what you were just talking about where you're trying to reach for that reach for that top spot. I think now it's just defending that top spot. I mean, I'm not really sure that I think – we're right ahead of them. Maybe you're one game up. Yeah, yeah, one game up. So I mean, it's going to be a competitive series. Um, yeah, we're going to try to keep that that lead in the conference. Bryson World joining us. Bryson, uh, how about this week? You got an in-state uh, rival, and then of course the the team that's fighting you guys for the top spot in the conference. So uh, how about UNCW? You've already seen them once this year. Won a low-scoring game against them. Yeah. Uh, how about the the rematch coming up tomorrow night? Um, like every time we play them, I feel like it's a dogfight. Yeah. I mean, there's never been an easy time where we play them. I've been like, man, that was an easy game. But they're going to give it all we have. Um, we're going to give all we have. So I mean, it's going to be a it's going to be a good one. And then uh, heading down to uh, see our old friend, the trader uh, Corey Glor, coming up this weekend. <laughs> Can you give him some strong words for me if you see him? I will. I haven't seen Corey in a long time either. <laughs> yeah, uh, Corey will be on the call. He'll join us coming up Tuesday awesome. on the show. And uh, Bryson, do you, do you know the name Seth Manus? I do. From yes. ECU Lore? So he is on the UNCW staff. Mm-hmm. He'll actually join us on the show tomorrow, but you'll have a uh, a former pirate who's going against you tomorrow. But we'll talk to Seth on Tuesday, Corey on Thursday as we look at the opponents for East Carolina coming up this week. And speaking of, uh, of former Pirates, we continue to follow what's going on. How often do you look at what Burley or, or guys like that are doing in the minors? Is that something you uh, you keep up with? Do you still talk to any of those guys? Yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, I see um, you guys' updates that y'all put out on Instagram. So I know that Burley's been, Burley's been killing it. Man, he has been uh, just – and it's not just power. I mean, yeah. he is a great contact hitter, and uh, he's been doing a – a fantastic job and bryson do you think about that as far as you're, you're very one day at a time mm-hmm. but do you think about your future and uh, you know i, I want to be in that shoe in those shoes one day yeah i mean you always think about it that you want to put yourself in that situation so i mean yeah it's something that i'm striving for for sure we uh we talked about the uh, last week tennessee played tennessee tech in the Woodbat game mm-hmm. did you see that yeah i did see that um and i know we talked with zach about it how about you do you uh do you have a preference wood or aluminum I guess right now probably metals because I've used it so much. Haven't used wood in a while because I haven't played summer ball in the last two years. Oh right, yeah. so you played what one year of summer ball? Or? I played two. I played after my freshman and sophomore year. Then after junior year, I tried to play and it was canceled because of COVID. And right. last year, I I didn't play because I hurt my shoulder. <laughs> did uh, did you get any? How many home runs did you have with the wood bat? It's been a while. I think my first. I think I hit four. Four or five both years around that around that number. It was it the same. Is it a similar feeling? Like yeah, the, I think it's a better feeling when you hit a home run with a wood bat. Yeah, just that the sounds awesome. Yeah, too, the right? sound, I was going to ask what's <laughs> what's better, the sound of an aluminum bat or the sound of a wood bat? Wood bat for sure. Yeah. Those uh, those summer leagues, Bryson. Is that something that uh, do you try new things there, or is it more about just 
you know getting more baseball in it's like can you experiment at all when you're playing those what what was it for you um i think my first year because i didn't really have that i didn't really play much my freshman year it was yeah. just more getting those reps but after my sophomore year i was kind of like messing right kind of tweaking around what works for me what doesn't what it feels good in the box i mean i think it's a little bit of a mixture of both and uh so how many different like levels of baseball have you played like literally growing up and then babe ruth in high school did you you play travel ball i'm yeah, assuming did. yeah uh did you play any legion ball at all i play a few games because we had a, the only time i ever played legion was after my senior year i played two games but then we had to come here for summer school so i didn't really play much after that you get here you play pirates you play summer ball like have you, yeah i don't know have you ever thought like how many baseball games you've played I, in your a life ton. A ton. <laughs> it's a lot it's certainly uh certainly adds up but uh man paid off for you this weekend with a huge performance uh two home runs a triple four singles and the pirates getting the sweep which as you said that's the most important thing and man bryson to go into sunday having only used four pitchers that's almost unheard of for for east carolina this year that was awesome yeah i know i mean sailor um who's yeah. Ryder and sailor on friday and then cooch and um, danny bill on saturday or i guess we played thursday friday saturday yeah. thursday and friday yeah i mean that freeze I mean, all of us up really. When you know you got your, we still have CJ down the pin. We still have Spivey down the pin. And we got um, the freshman that pitched. Um, so yeah, I mean, we had a lot of confidence going into Saturday's game. And I know you're not a doctor, but uh, have you talked to Cooch? How's he doing? I think he's fine. I'm not really quite. Sh- I'm not quite sure on what's wrong with him, but I think he'll be fine. Yeah, he left the game early, but we hope to see him returning very soon because. He has been on point, and and once again, uh, Ryder finally faced a little adversity. He had some runs scored on him, but only two of them earned, and he continues uh, to be that Friday night guy yeah. for you guy. Looks like. I mean, it's it's awesome when you go out there and you have a guy filling up the zone like that. I mean, it's easy to play. I think we talked about it before, but it's easier to play defense when you got a guy that's filling up the zone. He's getting soft contact. Um, so on defense, you're always on you're always on your toes, and you're never really asleep out there. All right, any more baseball questions before we get to some non-baseball, Chandler? You got anything else for Bryson today? Uh, no, I think you touched on everything. All right, Bryson, I put it out there on Twitter during the uh, lightning delay. Uh, what pirate would you like to have uh, fist fight your enemy? Who would you like to have marry your sister slash daughter? And who would you like to live with for a year? Mm-hmm. And uh, your name has come up a couple times already today um, in the fight category. And, of course, you you're a pretty stacked dude but like you seem like a nice guy i guess if we, if you get pissed off the you turn into the hulk or something but, uh, but uh you should take that as a compliment that uh, some of your teammates would pick you to, to fight a battle for them so what pirate would you take to fight uh, your enemy on the team i think it was your choice cj mayhew I just the I, bulldog yeah i think i would go with mayhew yeah i i like that that attitude and especially the fact that he is kind of laid back when he talks to it it makes me even more scared of him because i know he could turn it on he's got that side to him yeah Yeah, so all right good call there how about uh now bryson i don't know you well i I talked to you here on mondays but from everything I've, i've heard about you and got to know you you seem like a good dude so I would trust you with my daughter or sister. I don't know if I should, uh, but I am. Who would you pick for that category? I think my two choices would have been Ryder or Ben. Okay. All right. The two 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 nice guys. Good good to hear. Uh, Ryder was my choice to live with for a year just because, A, he's, he seems like a really kind of laid-back guy. Mm-hmm. And he already lives with Lane Hoover, who apparently is a diehard Braves and Hornets yeah, fan. Yeah, he, he is. So I'm like, all right, he's already got that. <laughs> so so uh, who would you pick to be your roommate? Um, I'd go with 8-Mac. 
Okay. I feel like he would do some funny things around the house. <laughs> All right, there you go. Just keep you entertained, if yeah. nothing else. AMAC with a blast over the weekend, as well as the Pirate Bats uh, getting going, and hopefully we'll continue to get going. It might be, what'd you say? What was the weather like in Orlando for you guys? 85 and sunny. Man, going to be a little chillier probably on uh, Tuesday. And Cliff Godwin doesn't talk about the weather, surely. He doesn't want to talk about the weather. He doesn't like the weather. He doesn't know about what's the, the phrase he always says. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. All right, but having said all that, it's got to affect you a little bit, right? What's the difference between a beautiful 80 and sunny and a cold 50 and and drizzle? I mean, it's definitely a little easier to hit when it's warmer outside because you don't have to worry about stinging your hands or anything like that. Um, As far as, like, defensively, like your arm sprint's always warm. It's not like in between innings where you're trying to – chuck the ball five or six times to get your arm hot so i think there's definitely it's definitely easier to play when it's warmer but i mean i don't think it's going to affect us that much and no excuse if you, yeah if it if it does change the other the team play. has to play in it too there you go good point uh so that's coming up uh at home and then you guys are heading back down south to uh to lane coming up this weekend so bryson keep up the great work good luck man and uh, we'll talk to you again soon all right thank you thanks for hanging out bryson world joining us today inside the pirate radio studios we will take a time out come back when we return we'll wrap up our two uh we still have to get to Ryder giles zach agnos is going to join us and we'll talk to brian bailey so a lot more to go on pirate radio live we're back with you after this hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business organization or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL here's clip all right back with you here on pirate radio live on a players lounge monday players lounge presented by delcor and let's hear from another pirate player right now joining us on the pirate radio live line east carolina ace Ryder giles joining us today on the program Ryder, how you doing man good clip what's going on man hey uh a lot of good pirate baseball is going on congratulations on the sweep and uh you've been waiting to get that one in conference play after winning a couple of series so uh you guys had to be pretty pumped up to finish the deal on saturday yeah um it was a good weekend we knew it was going to be uh you know a tough one ucf and um they were i think they were tied for first in the conference so um you know, we knew it was going to be a tough weekend, and um, you know the 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 bats came out this weekend. Uh, you know, pitching was really good, uh, just good all around baseball, and uh, you know it was uh, it was good to get a sweep on the road. Ryder Giles joining us. Ryder uh, UCF got off to uh, that good start on Thursday, two in the first, uh, four in the third. Uh, man, that fourth inning, East Carolina scores ten runs. So uh, that's got to make a, a pitcher feel pretty good. How about that start? I mean, you faced a, a little bit of adversity, but I would say that's probably the most adversity you faced on the mound uh, as a starter so far this year. So uh, how'd you handle that? Yeah, it was good. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, a ten run inning really helps. But, um, 
No, I mean, AK kind of came in and, uh, you know, calmed me down a little bit. I was a little frustrated with myself and, um, you know, some, some things didn't go our way early on. But, uh, you know, he called me down and just said, hey, just, just try to get us late into the game and, um, you know, save the bullpen a little bit. And, you know, the offense picked me up. Um, and, you know, we were uh, able to save some save some pitching. And then, you know, Sailor did a great job coming in, closing that out after the uh, lightning delay. Amazing. The, the Pirates uh, using two pitchers on Thursday, two on Friday, and that really sets you up for a lot of arms to use in, in Game 3. And once again, the bats uh, came alive uh, to sweep UCF. Is it frustrating, Ryder, when you get that weather delay as a pitcher and you kind of know that, uh, that that's it for you? Yeah, it is. That was kind of my first taste of that. Um, but, yeah, I was uh, – I told AK I was good to go. He um, – I guess Koshi, you know, he, he made the smart decision, <laughs> you know, after like an hour delay or something. So, um, but yeah, you know, Sailor did a great job. He, uh, he came in right after, uh, right after we got back going and, you know, he didn't miss a beat and, um, I think he gave up one run in four innings, but, you know, he did a great job. And then obviously Cooch and Danny Bill on, uh, Friday also did a great job. Yeah. And you threw 72 pitches. So, Ryder, you know how you you probably feel like you could have thrown seventy two more. But what is uh, is there a magic number for you they want to keep you at? Like, how much longer do you think you could have gone if there was no delay there? Um, I I don't know. I I threw uh, eighty eight the week before against Wichita State, so um, somewhere in that, right right around in there. Excuse me. Um, probably around a hundred is where they kind of want to cap it at i i think right now i'm not really sure but um you know each week i've i've slowly progressed and, and started working up a little bit more um because i i haven't ever thrown this many pitches so um just slowly progressing it each week and um you know i think i think i probably had you know a few more innings in me um just from the the arm standpoint but you know the uh, the hour lightning delay is kind of tough to to, to sit there that long and then go back out there, you know, just don't really want to risk anything. Yeah, and you mentioned this is the most you've pitched. So, so how are you feeling health wise? And I don't know, are you changing anything to to make sure you can extend yourself for the the rest of this year as a starting pitcher? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I feel good. I feel uh, you know, my arm feels fresh today. Um, just just a lot more treatment. Um, you know, kind of pre prehab stuff um doing a lot of stuff on the front end um you know a lot more bands and stuff that i I usually didn't do as a uh position player i probably should have but um just things that i didn't do um as much before going to see womack every day and um you know just a lot more arm care before i throw after i throw stuff like that Ryder Giles joining us. Ryder, I know you are, are not a doctor, but uh, have you talked to Jake Kuchmaner and uh, and how's Jake doing after having to leave the game the other day? Uh, he's doing good. I think um, I think something just got a little tight on him. Um, you know, like you said, I'm not a doctor. I don't want to try to even pronounce any of those words in there, muscles or body parts. <laughs> uh, but uh, he's doing good. He, uh, I think he's very uh, smart, you know, to, to kind of grab it on the front end as soon as he felt something he said you know he said something didn't feel right on a pitch that he threw so um you know smart of him trying not trying to push through that and then you know seriously messing something up 
later on down the road. Ryder Giles joining us. Ryder, I mentioned this to you uh, the last time you guys were on the road. The the dugout uh, was pretty electric. Had some videos shot from the dugout of the Worrell bombs and also the AMAC Grand Slam. And uh, the, you, you always talk about got to bring your own energy on the road. Sounds like you guys had that in Orlando. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, anytime you can put up 10 runs in uh, three games in a row, you know, that's, uh, that's a big energy source. And, um, you know, it wasn't uh, – I mean, if you look at the final score, it's kind of uh, – it'll kind of grab you different than, you know, how it felt during the game. I don't think we scored until the fourth, the fourth inning on um, Friday and Saturday, but, and then, you know, Thursday we were obviously down four runs at one point. So, um, you know, just hats off to the, to the hitters and, uh, you know, staying with our approach and, um, you know, not getting frustrated early on from not scoring any runs. And then, you know, the, about the middle fourth, fifth inning, parts of the game we were able to break it open pretty good Ryder Giles joining us got UNCW coming up and then a battle uh against the fighting Corey Glowers uh this weekend <laughs> we'll have uh as uh it was either you or Zach referred to him as a traitor I have as well so I'll just say I did I called him a traitor uh he'll join us on the show later this week to talk some two-lane baseball but uh that's a fun week right you got an in-state rival and you have a team that I know a lot of you guys have said uh like to chirp a lot and you like to play against so this should be a pretty uh, fun competitive week of baseball Ryder. yeah it's gonna be really fun it's gonna be really competitive uh, you know gotta take care of business tomorrow uh you know uncw we always uh seem to play them close and we know they want to beat us just as bad as we want to beat them um and then yeah you know it'll be good to see Corey again and um you know i'm, I'm sure i've probably joking around called him a traitor or something <laughs> but, uh, he uh yeah, it'll be good to see him, and then you know, obviously the top two teams in the conference standings this weekend in New Orleans. So it's going to be a it's going to be a big week for us, definitely. Right, and and this is just my perspective. Early in the year, like every game, kind of counts equally. You still want to to do good on those weekend series, but even the midweek games seem very important early on. And then when you get in conference play. It, it seems like there's more weight put on those games than there are a midweek game against Elon and UNCW, and obviously you guys can't go into a game feeling that way, that one game's more important than the other. But, I mean, is there anything to that once you get in conference play? Like, are, are, how do you kind of psych yourselves up for a midweek game the same you do for a big Friday, Saturday, Sunday game against Tulane? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, you know, it's. I think it's just, you know, it's kind of a maturity thing. You got to know that, um, you know, anytime you, you put on the East Carolina jersey that the other team's going to want to beat you. And, you know, UNCW is no different. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of close games uh, in the history of, you know, playing them. And um, just from my time being there, and I know before me as well. So uh, it's, always a, it's always a fun rivalry game. And, uh, you know, most of those midweeks are, you know, when we got Duke, State, and, uh, you know, like you said, Elon, we, we play every year, Campbell. So, um, you know, just, just kind of realizing that, hey, these guys want to beat you uh, pretty bad. So, um, you know, that's kind of what you got to look at it as. Anytime you put the jersey on, you know the other team's going to want to beat you. Ryder Giles joining us here on a Monday inside the Players' Lounge presented by Delcor. Ryder, uh, I got some family time yesterday. Also, 
got some golf time in and, and i mean watching golf not playing golf but harold varner the third uh just one shot short of being in the playoff yesterday uh with jordan speed patrick cantlay or no jordan speed and that uh what was the other dude's name yeah, it was it was uh, Cantley. It was Cantley. Okay, that was that um, that Sab. Well, I can't even. I don't remember his name. Anyway, um, but man, was hoping Harold could get the job done. Spieth just put up a score, went to the clubhouse, and would, was hoping that Shane Lowry would screw it up. That's exactly what happened. But that was some uh, some pretty good golf there at the end uh, yesterday. Did you, were you able to watch yeah. that? Yeah, I was able to catch the uh, the back end of it. Um, <clears throat> Harold Varner, man, he's been playing really good lately. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to watch him, um, you know, and I think Saturday he shot uh, the the low round of the day. It was like eight under or something like that. He just went crazy, um, you know, and then Sunday that last putt, he was like literally a centimeter away from being in, the, in that playoff with those two. But, um, yeah, it was fun to watch it, and it's good to see, uh, you know, Harold putting on for uh, for the Pirates. Wearing the purple on uh, Sunday. It's like you guys wear the uh, the camo to try to sweep it out. All right, uh, Ryder, I, I, put, I put this out there last Thursday. I want to get your take on it. Um, during the rain delay, I said, name a uh, current pirate you would like to have fist fight your enemy, a uh, pirate you would like to have marry your sister slash daughter, depending on your age, and uh, marry the cur- uh, what current pirate would you uh, pick to live with for a year? and uh had some answers from out there uh phil said he would pick amac to fight his battle cooch manor to marry his daughter and uh agnos to live with for a year uh let's see odom said turwilliger to fight he's a big guy it's not a bad call uh ben newton to marry his daughter and lane hoover to live with for a year (laughs) (laughs) so you can uh relate to that i guess um my answers were uh cj mayhew your answer what's that i was very honored to see your answer yeah yeah, well i had you in one of them mayhew not the biggest guy in stature but i just feel like he's got the bulldog in him so i i think he could take care of my enemy i got um i got Worrell marrying my daughter just uh seems like a nice guy from from my interactions with him (laughs) And then uh, to live with, and part of this is because you, uh, Lane Hoover is your roommate, right? He's a huge Braves Hornets guy. So you kind of already got a roommate like me, but you seem kind of chill. I don't see us having many squabbles about doing the dishes and things like that. So I chose you to, to live with for a year. Yeah, I think that's probably a good pick. You know, I can uh, I can support the Braves and the Hornets when I need to. And, you know, I, I know every player by name now just from watching. <laughs> With Hoover. <laughs> and, uh, was probably cussing uh, last Wednesday night, I would imagine. Oh, he was, yeah, he wasn't a happy camper. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he, he kind of gave up on it early, too, man. He was yeah. he was pissed off when he came down to dinner in uh, Florida. <laughs> but, yeah, those are some good picks. You know, uh, the Mayhew one's definitely a good pick. I wouldn't want to mess with that guy at all. Well, let's, hey, before, all right, let's get your answers real quick. Who, uh, of your teammates, who would you have uh, fight your enemy? Uh, it would definitely it would be Mayhew, and then Bryson would be a close second. Um, he's pretty intimidating. Yeah, he is. Especially, yeah, yeah, he's pretty intimidating. Um, How about marrying your sister? Marrying my sister? God, none of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to- CJ Mayhew said Agnos. I'll throw that out there. 
Yeah, I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> definitely not. Okay. Um, let's see. I would probably say, uh, you know, Hoof's Hoof's not a bad pick. All right. Um, we'll go with we'll go with Hoover. I, I know you don't want to take any of them, but you, if you had to, Lane Hoover would be the call. Yeah, it would have to be Hoover. All right, and finally, uh, well, you've already. How about outside of Hoof? Who would you like to be roommates with for a year? I would say uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward for sure. He'd probably keep things entertaining, I would imagine. He would, yeah. There's not too many uh, dull moments with uh, with (laughs) Hey, great stuff, uh, Ryder. Appreciate you joining us, man. Good luck this week, and uh, keep the winning ways going, man, and we'll talk to you again next Monday. All right, Cliff. Thanks, man. All right, Ryder Giles joining us, the ace of East Carolina, joining us here on a pirate radio live we'll take a quick time out zach agnos is here we'll have his answers to the questions zach's also uh a little sour that i didn't mention him in my answer i mean i swear you're like well we'll talk about it you're like the runner-up for each one of them zach uh we'll take a break we'll come back hour three pirate radio live zach and the pirates coming off an awesome series sweep over ucf we'll talk about it when we return after this Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians at Fort ECU. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. Alrighty, back with you here on a Monday Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live. Cliff Brock here with you, Chandler Honeycutt in studio, and Zach Agnos joining us here after a fantastic weekend down in orlando zach you had a couple of series wins going into it and got the first sweep of the conference season uh against ucf and all smiles right you guys got to be pumped up yeah we're excited uh finally pieced everything together offense pitching defense it was a really fun weekend down in orlando i think going into that series the pirates had four games this year where they had scored double digit runs and then you did it three straight games so i don't know what what got going uh with the bats over this weekend i I really couldn't tell you um i I mean honestly i don't know but we just sold out to the approach we had and just decided to have some fun while we played and just got after it and you know, I think I'm a firm believer in good things happen when you have a little bit of fun on the field. Not too much, but you got a little bit of fun. And like when Star hit that two run home run, and even though we were down six to two after that, I was 
I, I never really felt anybody like freak out or press a panic button. It was just like, all right, so what? We're going to put up 10. Like, I didn't know we were going to score 12 runs, but that's like how the confidence was in the dugout. So it was really, it was really fun. And hitting can be contagious in baseball. 100%. Once one guy gets going at the plate, then a lot of other people <laughs> in the lineup start to do the same exactly, thing. Exactly. Exactly. And it's one thing to score one here, two there, one, but when you have that big inning, that is so demoralizing for the opposing team. It stinks when you're on the wrong side of it. But when you're on the right side of it, you, that other team just starts to keep looking at the scoreboard and like, can we get back in this thing? You know. I mean, that was the crazy. The the ten run inning was probably the craziest inning I've ever been a part of. Um, I mean, I've been in big innings on defense, and I even like three run innings. I'm right. Like, All right. When are we getting back in the dugout? But I mean, the fact that we just kept going and going, like we're beating a dead horse at that point. Like, <laughs> I mean. But uh, we needed all twelve of them. But um, no, it was it was fun. You know, it was fun to get off our feet, stay in the dugout for a little bit extra time, and you know, get right of that rest that he needed. So, and Bryson, uh, I thought he worded it pretty well. I asked him about the delay. He said that when you have a delay that long and you're staying still for that long, it's almost like playing a whole nother game once you continue the game. Uh, good news is you had spotted uh, yourselves a couple of runs, so you had a lead. But right. what was that like kind of re-energizing yourself to, to finish that thing out? Um, that was it, a long delay. It was a long delay. It wasn't too bad, honestly, because UCF had, a, they had like this group of college kids that actually don't even – someone said that they don't even go to – UCF, they go to like a uh, community college down the street, and they sent one of their fans over to our side to cheer for us, and like as a joke, and they started like bickering back and forth to each other, so it's kind of providing some entertainment. So kind of got our it lightened the mood a little bit in the dugout, and we all kind of got some energy out of that. And it was okay. just, it was funny. It was uh, some of the stuff they were saying I was actually dying about. So. And I guess thinking back to every freaking regional we have here the delays in those games oh yeah it, that was nothing probably yeah god we've had know. some some long ones over the years well, yeah last year yeah that was brutal and there was one uh against uncw who we will be playing tomorrow night i believe yeah. that's the one i remember where jake jake actually pitched that game. he was on a roll too yeah. i want to uh, say yeah and, through five yeah. innings yeah and that's one of those things. Ryder said he, uh, you know, he knew he was coming out at that point after that long delay, and he had thrown, I believe it was seventy-two pitches. Said he could, he threw eighty some previously, yeah. could have gone a hundred, but yeah. that's uh, that's kind of a bummer for a pitcher when he's got a lead but has to come out of the game. Yeah, it's all good, Ryder. Ryder, uh, Ryder pitched well. How about two pitchers used Thursday, two Friday? Uh, that's <laughs> unbelievable. That, it was awesome. It was awesome. You know, Sailor has been such a man. He's been awesome out of the pen, and, uh, you know, he's just – and, you know, he could have – that's why I really tip my cap to Garrett Taylor because he could he, – he was a Friday night starter and then gets moved to the bullpen. You know, he could have really just said, oh, my season's done, yeah. like blah, blah, blah. But, now nah, he stepped up, and he has been lights out. And then uh, Cooch gave us an awesome start on Saturday. And then Danny Beal came in and just took care of business. And really, I mean, that's – that's what set up the success for uh, Sun uh, Saturday, I the guess. The final yeah. game, yeah. Yeah, because <clears throat> we knew going in that we still have Spivey. Sailor can come back and pitch. Um, we got Trey Savage fresh. Like, we can rely on – like, we don't have to put up 10 runs, but the fact that we did just as icing on the cake. But we knew if we put up, like, four, five, six runs that pitchers were going to take care of it. We had Groves as well, too. I'm sorry. I forgot he didn't start. So, it was just – it was – 
That was awesome, and the game was so quick and just so easy to play behind, too, on defense. Basketball has become a game where it's not positionless, but there's not a traditional point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. And and now you think baseball, like, when you go to East Carolina, you're, you're kind of given a broad, like, Zach, you're going to be an infielder and a pitcher because you're put at third, short, second. Yeah. Um, for, like, C.J. Mayhew is – you can't call him a closer. I mean, he started games. Yeah. It seems like when you come to East Carolina, you got to be a baseball player. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. Not, no, and we're honestly, seeing that with these pitchers and, and with you guys in the field as well. Honestly, it's the truth. Um, I've told you before that I came in. I was more of a pitcher, right? When I when I when I got recruited, I was more of a pitcher than a hitter. Okay, like your brother. Yeah, and then I just started hitting well in the fall, and I, I it wasn't that I pitched bad. But, I was but was the plan to use you as a starter, as a, reliever? Yeah, starter, okay. starter, reliever, and then threw me in at third base, and then... <laughs> here we are. Here we are, yeah. yeah. So did you? I guess you played short in high school yeah. along with pitch? Yeah, I always thought I was a shortstop, and no disrespect to any coach. <laughs> I always thought I was a better hitter. Everybody, um, my pitching coach in high school who played a long career in the bigs, he told me, he's like, yeah, you're a pitcher. Who was that? Uh, Sean Camp, he's played. He played like eleven years in the bit, okay, in the MLB, eighteen yeah. total years, like minors and rehab and stuff. So, um, he always told me he's like, yeah, you're a pitcher, blah, 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 you're athletic. And I was like, okay, whatever. And uh, I guess me and Mike Colangelo were really. I mean, everybody thought I could play. I could hit at the Division One level, but everybody thought I was just going to be more successful as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was just really me and this guy named Mike Colangelo who's who works out with me and Stein, a guy named Josh Steinberg and my high school coach, Coach Burkhardt, that really were just like, nah, we're going to get you hitting in college. So, And it worked out that way. Yeah, and, it's uh, crazy. And now you're doing a little bit of both. So. A little bit. And uh, you got in on the mound last Tuesday, yeah, right? Yeah, Elon. And uh, how about that group pitching performance? We talked about CJ, two innings, four Ks, easy work. Uh, you got uh, in as well, and uh, and that was a, a good win for you guys. Yeah, it was awesome. Coach Godwin told me after the game I need to stop bugging him about pitching because he's gonna. He said he's gonna get annoyed with it and not pitch me. Uh, so what are you doing? Are you going up to him like during the game? Oh no, it's on the mound visit. If you, oh, I, I, oh, wish, oh. I wish that game was on ESPN Plus because yeah. we he changed pitchers and I I might have been Mayhew when Mayhew went out. I don't know who came in after him, but I was like. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're I was, I was squatting behind the mound, like just rubbing the turf, and I was like, "Hey, coach." <laughs> so oh, you're saying you're at shortstop? Yeah. And he comes onto the field. You're like, "Hey, uh, yeah." I don't know if you know this, but I can pitch. I as got. Well. A, I got. A, I got an inning. Why do you bring my pitcher's glove? Yeah, I'm right. right. I actually use riders. Thank you, Ryder. But um, so you don't have your own personal pitching? No, they said I couldn't get one this year, but it's I, I don't. It's not a big deal to me. <laughs> it's just it's just an you I, haven't you know, earned I'm it a, yet. Yeah, <laughs> I think after this year, your uh, pitching numbers, you probably earned a pitcher's glove. I hope I so. Say. I'd hope so. Get some nice wrong <laughs> pitching glove. That'd be nice. All right, great week uh, last week. I was and if you look at the standings right now, the teams at the top of the AAC, yourselves. Um, a team you just beat in UCF, a team that you beat in Cincinnati two out of three, mm-hmm. and a Tulane team that you'll see this weekend. Right. So you guys can find your own motivation, but I think it's good that you're playing these teams at the top to right. kind of say, hey, we're going to challenge ourselves against the best, right? Well, yeah, it's kind of like our whole schedule this year. We haven't, yeah. I really haven't think we, I don't think we've had an easy game. Um, I mean, it's just, uh, it's going to set us up for success later in the year. Um, 
you know, like we said, playing these guys early, like, I, I mean, I honestly think that UCS pitching staff was one of the better staffs we've seen all year. I mean, their Friday dude was throwing 95. Saturday dude, before he got hurt, was throwing 94, 95. And even their Sunday dude, he didn't throw as hard, but he had a really good changeup. And then all the guys out of their bullpen were low 90s with really good secondary stuff. And uh, they're, I mean, you look at their hitting numbers, they, they got really solid numbers across yeah. the board. Um, maybe one or two hitters in their lineup, but like I can think of that Jostin guy, the big lefty, like he he had a he hit the crap out of the ball last year, and even some of the outs he made this weekend were loud. So I mean, they, they were really I mean, like I said, playing these all, teams early in this conference season, like it's awesome, um, you know, especially for us because you know we haven't had the start to the season that we wanted, so yeah. it's kind of like we're hungry to get after it in conference and you know keep our title. Pirates will be at home on Tuesday night against UNCW. Beat them 3-1 last month. We'll get a uh, try to get the series sweep over them, the season sweep, mm-hmm. coming up tomorrow. And then Tulane, uh, your old friend Corey Glore will be on the call. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah. Make sure you say some bad words to him oh, when you see I him. I got some. I'm, I'm still a little salty about yeah, it. Yeah. That's, that's what I I still think that, and I thought about this earlier in the season, like when you, if somebody hits a home run, just kind of like do like some kind of point to it <laughs> in the broadcast booth. Like, hey, yeah. that was for you, Corey. No. <laughs> <laughs> do a Kyrie Irving? <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> Kyrie. Uh, all right. This is not related to anything, but one of our, uh, John Moody had a question, and I'll, I'll bring it up with Zach because he's been. Uh, on a, in a lot of airports traveling he says this is a poll question you probably need to save it for the summer when nothing's going on but he needs input now do you count layovers as states you have been to so when somebody brings a hey how many states have you visited do you count like when you're in an airport for 30 minutes waiting on another flight uh, you were there yeah i mean technically yes well my thing is especially when we leave the east coast i usually like to count it because i haven't really traveled like the farthest west, furthest west I've traveled would be Texas, and not nah, Texas is further west than Cincinnati, right? I'm trying to think of the map. Yeah, yeah. Texas. So Texas is the farthest west I've been. So, uh, I mean, personally, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> wait, I, I mean, we haven't really had any layovers in states that I haven't been to. I've been to Georgia, New Jersey. Been to New Jersey. Yeah, no, I've definitely been to every state I had a layover in. So okay, so for you, but yeah, I definitely would count if I had like a layover in California. I'd be like, yeah, I've been to California. I've been to Cali. Yeah, almost be nice. Yeah, the furthest west I've been is Tennessee. It's kind of crazy. Wait, you just said you've been to Cali. That was a joke. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Tennessee. Yeah. Hmm. The but I've been all the way up to Maine and down to Florida. So I've been all along the east. It's the same as me. But uh, I've only been west of Tennessee. When did you go? To, did you go last year? No, I hadn't no. been in. Oh, I didn't go to Nashville. We used to. Uh, my dad was a farmer, so we would make our trip. We didn't go on vacations in the summer. That was work time. Oh, so we yeah. had to go in the fall. So we always went to the mountains. Oh, really? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. That that's was fun. Sweet. I like to. Uh, I, you know, fun fact: I lived on a farm this summer. Uh, I did not. What were you doing? Uh, like playing when you were you playing host family? yeah i had a host family yeah. what is that situation like oh it was awesome it was awesome i had the best host family ever so, so it was like an older couple or yeah. like okay they had uh they had kids and they actually had a granddaughter that went to lsu this summer so um they're super awesome people and they've been like doing that for years i would imagine yeah, like they had they had packard oh cool they had uh 
Um, they had Kyle Schwarber, which was pretty cool. Oh wow! All right. They had Andrew Vaughn, who's in the big. They've had some cool people roll through there. Um, so, do, how does the selection process go? Like, do you? Well, how do they match up? This is the thing. I had uh, the So and So family signs. Zach, <laughs> yeah, it's a big yeah. announcement. Yeah, yeah. The jersey. No. Do you put out my top three? Are <laughs> yeah. Harold and Maud and uh, Priscilla? Yeah. No, I, I, I really don't know how it works. We have like a athletic trainer that also handles all the housing stuff. I'm, I'm pretty sure because that's one who I was texting with, but they actually didn't even have a house for me, so I didn't even. I live like 20 minutes, 25 minutes away from the field. Me and Moylan, uh. um, but they actually. So I played in Bourne, and they had they lived in Wareham, well, right outside of Wareham, and Wareham had its own team, but me and Josh didn't play for them, so. Um, I guess the housing lady called him and was like, hey, can you please, uh, can you please uh, house these two people? Like, we don't have houses for them. Like, because COVID with everything, all the um, restrictions and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody's freaking out. And these people were awesome. And they're like, well, it's like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they knew that she had a connection to ECU. And she's like, oh, yeah, of course, they can come on now. And so, I mean, that's th- great. They're awesome people. They uh, took us on a Fenway tour. Oh, cool. And, I mean, they. I mean, the mom could cook. The dad could grill. I mean, that was a, <laughs> the dad was a butcher, so he was like, he was. Oh, oh wow! It was awesome. They're the nicest people. They had two dogs. I Josh Mullen has pictures of me just sleeping on a floaty in the pool. It's <laughs> awesome, man. It was it was such a fun time. So I had to Google Cape Cod League movie because I couldn't remember the name of it because I don't think I ever saw it. Have you ever seen Summer Catch? I saw it a couple no. years back. You don't sound too impressed with it. It was all right. Okay. It's just I every you know I met my girlfriend up there. Because my girlfriend goes here, but she's from Cape Cod. Huh. So everybody, just every time someone hears that, they're like, oh, Summer Catch, Summer Catch. I'm like, yeah. So yeah. you're Freddie <laughs> Prince. You're you're the actor in it. You're the guy. Pretty much. I kind of look like him. You kind of do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, what's your favorite baseball movie? Ooh. <clears throat> wow. I mean. I go Major League. Uh, have I, you seen that? That's old. Yeah, I've seen it. Is that it. too old for you? No, That's, not at all. Right. I like Major League. I like, uh, yeah, obviously, Benchwarmers is in there. See, it's yeah. kind of a generation yeah. thing. Like that's I, mean, I don't even think about that one. Really? Yeah. I can't even really. I'm being honest. I can't really think of it. Like in the movie. 90s, there was a lot of kids' you baseball my, movies. You know what my dad's favorite movie was? What's the, that? The Natural. Okay. He loved that movie. Yeah. It was a good movie. But when I was a kid, like Sandlot, Little Big League, and Rookie of the Year all came out. I and those, again, are like out of your generation. I love the Sandlot. Though. Okay. Well, yeah. I love it. That's it. Um, gosh, I can't even think of baseball movies. Like, I've watched so many, I just can't even think of any. It's kind of crazy. What's your favorite, Chandler? Um, probably between Rookie of the Year or Little Big League. Because I just I remember watching that as a kid. Thinking uh, you could own like the being twins. like, dude, like, I could be coaching a major league baseball team or being on the mound pitching mid nineties <laughs> as, as an eight nine. Did you try to break your arm? <laughs> uh, so th- those were two of my favorites. What you got? Uh, my favorite's Moneyball. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. You know what? I watched that recently for the first. I don't know how I didn't watch it for all it's those awesome. years, but that is a good movie. It's a good movie. And it's uh, it's got real it's it's realistic realistic yeah. and yeah. it's crazy. All right, uh, all right. More nonsensical questions for you as we wrap it up. So the old uh, tweet that I put out last week. We've got your teammates' answers. Let's hear yours. What pirate teammate would you have fight your enemy? C.J. Mayhew. All right, good. Yeah, that was my call. Yeah. Uh, wow. Now look. Wait, time out. I, if you guys don't know, I mean, you can tell C.J.'s like pretty in shape. But he's one of the strongest dudes. Like, 
pound like he's only probably 190 pounds but and i did not know that i'm going more for the bulldog mentality well, than the strength too. yeah well, that too and cj if you he's not afraid of anything i could see that like if you put a bull running at him charging head on he would probably charge right back at it like he's <laughs> a little bit crazy but i mean and you want a guy to fight for you yeah. that's a little crazy yeah no that's a hundred percent and he's kind of intimidating he got all the tattoos too yeah so it's like oh he's got a lot going yeah. for him now the sack agnos i saw on the mound in the rain a few weeks ago <laughs> chandler was scared of that guy. i was scared of that <laughs> so i probably would have picked that zach agnos. like pitching uh, agnos I can, get, I can get into that but not shortstop agnos <laughs> yeah i'm definitely going pitcher agnos. okay all right fair enough. how about um who would you like to marry your sister oh now this one's been, I, you I, have been said for this one by the way uh, thank by you cj, CJ may um <clears throat> Ryder said absolutely not yeah, well, yeah don't worry Ryder. you're not up there either <laughs> i'm just kidding. Ryder wouldn't be bad actually um you know i'm gonna go off the board on this one uh, not off the board but not someone everybody think of i'm gonna say justin wilcoxon okay hmm. just the most genuine nice kid um hard worker like yeah good dude all right yeah i like it Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I do like Joe. I'm changing my answer. Joey Barini. Okay, Barini. He's funny. He's like he's like the same as Jadov. He's just funny. All right. Well, this Jadub, is... you're you're still funny, but Barini beats him in that. Barini beats him. Sorry. Well, this is a question that you you got to have somebody you trust, somebody that's very respectful and all that. And we've had a lot of different answers. I think that's a good sign for this pirate team. Yeah, they got a lot of good dudes. They got on. Got a lot of good dudes. How about uh, who would you like to live with for a year? Now, a lot of people say JC have taken this as like who can be a clown. Like Bryson said, Amac because he's entertain him. Oh, and AMAC, then Amac won't. Uh, and Ryder said JC because he would entertain it. But yeah. what about washing dishes? Like you gotta have somebody yeah. that's gonna. Well, you know, I will say a strong front runner is Lane Hoover because Lane Hoover, let me tell you, said some funny things. Um, and I heard he also just gets into like a mode where he just doesn't stop cleaning. Like he's just like an OCD, like just gets in a mode. Like he'll be sloppy like one day and the next day he'll just like be brushing the floor with it. Like it's insane. Okay. Um, I like it. And yeah, I'm going Lane Hoover. He's uh, he's character. That's Good call. Just, yeah. And and you, who do you currently live with? Skyler Brooks and, and CJ. CJ. Yeah. Okay. How's that? Everything good in y'all's household? Yeah, our AC and he had been inconsistent, but... Uh, <laughs> hey, other than that, okay. It's all good. Yeah, it was like 75 degrees. Zach, big week. Huge week. Y'all ready to keep it rolling? Yeah, let's keep it rolling, get some more wins, and uh, see you guys tomorrow night at Clark LeClaire. 6.30. Against the Seahawks. Yes, sir. UNCW will be here. Let's. Okay. Uh, Do I have time for one quick story? Oh, yeah. So me and Charlie... Hodges, we were, we we're like, all right, no, we're bored because we played at six thirty. We're like, we got some time. Let's go rent some scooters and drive around campus. And so we're just driving down the street, and like I see, and my, of course, mine was slower than his. Like mine was like, his was going like twelve miles, going like nine. So I was like, lagging behind. At this point, thankfully, and there's like this patch of trees, and I see this like family of big, tall cranes, right? Hmm. And <laughs> and Charlie was passing them, but I don't think he saw them. So I was like. Chuck, Chuck, and next thing you know, all here is like ah! lunges at Charlie, and he let out the most feminine. Ah! He said, "He's like, I thought it was an alligator," and then we got lectured by a girl. We got, this mom was like standing right there, and she lectured us. She's like, "No, like you can't kill them. Like these are our schools." We're like, "Whoa!" We're just like. Ah. 
I, I didn't. You were trying to save them. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was just dying. La- I couldn't even hear her talk. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> just the high pitched scream out of Charlie's mouth. <laughs> I just see it like it, it, as a movie scene. Like he is in slow motion. You're like, Chuck, no. That's exactly how it felt. That's exactly yeah. how it felt. That's funny, wow. Man. Zach and Chuck go to Orlando. Seahawks. That's why I thought of it. Oh, okay. It's just birds. So. Was that so? That was when you were in Florida. In, in Orlando. Okay, yeah. recently. And, oh. Oh, watch out for the cranes all right good stuff and by the way uh shirley did this off air but she did want to admonish you for making her get addicted to candy crushing i feel bad so i feel bad i've been on the um, there are worse addictions uh i'm i'm now on the unlimited wordle addiction on the phone there's like an unlimited wordle app you know i always wondered i never got into that but it's only one a day usually but now they're just you can get fed how many you want unlimited yeah keep the brain going it's probably good it's a good sharpen up yeah all right thanks zach thank you guys all right shirley let's uh open up the booty bag and make somebody a winner here on this monday booty 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 everywhere booty 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 everywhere all right what are we giving away to kick off the week shirley rhodes how about a 15 dollars gift card to wings over greenville some wings over greenville that would be good what color I'm going to go with color 12 today. Right. That's enough for wings and some of their awesome garlic parm fries. Mm. 317-1250. We are, uh, we'll have our winner. And talk to Double B, Brian Bailey, when we return after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. And congratulations to Josh Meekins of Greenville. Picked up a $15 gift card courtesy of Wings Over Greenville. If you're looking for wings to be delivered to your home, Wings Over Greenville has you covered with no third party needed. Wings Over has its own in-house delivery service. Be sure to try the all-new Tender Sandwiches by ordering ahead on the Wings Over mobile app. They are open until 3 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. And Wings Over Greenville has everything to cure those late-night munchies. Give them a call at 758-9464. Wings Over Greenville, they deliver. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Flip Brock. All righty. Welcome back into the show. Shirley, uh, before the it was the day of the spring game, and before ECU played Wichita State in baseball, I was walking to the ball. I, I, I heard Shirley Rhodes uh, doing PA for softball. Yes. And as I was walking to PA for baseball, a gentleman says, Clip. And I said, all right, what's up? And he said, I'm going to introduce myself. I said, all right. And he said, I'm the kink. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm Lonnie Kinker. Oh, the king. The king. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay. I think he first said, I'm Lonnie Kinker. And he said, the kink. And as he was saying, I said, the kink. <laughs> <laughs> and got fired up. But he's uh, he's from Virginia. 
but he was in town to watch the spring game and some oh, pirate baseball. How about that? Okay. So that was pretty cool. The too, kink. Uh, to meet the, the kink. kink. The yeah. kink. The kink. I, I didn't catch the kink when you first mentioned it. I was yeah. like, where are you going with this All clip? All hell the kink. As soon as you said Lonnie Kinker, I was like, yep, okay, I know exactly who he's talking about now. He wins every now and then, and he's, uh, he's a staple during the um, – treasure chest yes absolutely yeah all right uh so thanks to the kink and everybody tuned in out there let's head out to the pirate radio live line and talk to double b brian bailey who joins us on this monday hello bb hello clip brock how are you sir i'm not too bad how are you i'm doing good we're going to talk to uh someone formerly of wnct uh nine coming up on tuesday nolan knight was one of the few that were at the opening of uh i guess the reopening of the usfl on saturday night so uh we'll get his thoughts on that and uh did you catch any of the football over the weekend bailey you know i i wasn't planning on it because uh, this was melissa's birthday weekend and we went out to dinner saturday and then we got home early and i was kind of like upstairs in the bonus room i was like well you know what i can watch some usfl while i'm up here <laughs> and uh i enjoyed it i i thought it was it was kind of fun to watch i like watching skip old from the sideline and uh, it was, it, you know, I mean, it's, it's like it always is, though, I think, with those leagues. You watch the first week, maybe you watch a little the second week, and then it, it gets lost. Yeah. But, you know, I've got I've got a former intern of mine, Madison Jaggers, who yeah. was in the USFL. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, what is she doing with the league? It's some kind of administrative assistant. I don't think I've got her correct phone number because I sent her a text and I didn't hear back. Either that or she just ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that uh, that I – that she would, you know, text me back. I want to congratulate her, but I saw it on one of the social media deals. So I'm trying to get up with it. I didn't realize until, you know, watching over the weekend and, and following it that all the games are going to be in the same stadium there in Birmingham. That's kind of unique. Yeah, I thought so too. And, and, you know, when we had Skip on, he was kind of talking about that a little bit. I, I thought it was very unique. I don't know how long they're planning on doing that. To me, it, it's uh, you know, if we were in the heart of COVID, I could see it a little bit. But, you know, since we're trying to break out of that, you know, those those teams need to have some kind of identity with their city. Right. I was going to say, it's hard yeah. for, like, a Pittsburgh Maulers fan to be really invested yeah. when the team is never there in Pittsburgh. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, a, it's a Birmingham slash Pittsburgh Maulers. Yeah. But yeah. So, I, I, think, I think they've got to change that if they're going to have any chance to survive. I didn't watch much of that, but uh, I tell you what, I got sucked into some golf yesterday, Bailey, and I really enjoyed following Harold Varner III as he was just uh, one shot off of getting into the playoff with Jordan Spieth and Patrick Cantlay. Jordan Spieth ends up winning it, and HV3 just had a steady round on Sunday. Didn't have a terrible round, but did not have a good enough round to get him there. He was the leader after three days, but... Man, it's amazing how much one man can make me watch a sport. Because if it wasn't for him, I would have totally ignored it uh, over the weekend. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things. If it hadn't been for him, I probably would have kept a little bit of an eye on it. Maybe not found out it was going to a playoff. I like to watch, you know, when a golf tournament goes to a playoff. But yeah, watching his round. I mean, and we kept we we've been watching him play just about every hole since the Masters. I mean, when he was in the Masters and, and that app that they have, you could watch every shot that he took and. And then with uh, with this past week, we were keeping out. He was in contention from the start, and it's just fun to watch him, especially if you've had a chance to meet him, because you know what kind of personality he has. You know, as uh, Kevin Williams was saying earlier today, uh, the ECU golf coach, we had him on a show, and he was saying he's one of those people that every time you you, you meet him, you, know, you come away thinking that you're best buddies, and that's he's got one of those personalities that makes you feel like that, kind of like 
Coach Ruff had the same type of personality like that. We walk away and like, hey, we're we're best friends. And you know, there's so many people. You y'all can't be best friends, but he's just a, he's a great guy, and, and I just want to see him have so much success. And and he, he's such an ambassador for East Carolina. It's really a, a, a real positive. Brian Bailey joining us. BB, other things going on in the sports world. Uh, still a week and a few days away from the NFL draft, so we'll uh, ramp up that talk more as we get closer to that, and, and I'm looking forward to it. It's kind of our one last look at the NFL before uh, we take that summer hiatus, so uh, got that coming up, but Pirate Baseball uh, on the front burner uh, as well as they played over the weekend. Got their first conference sweep, and all of a sudden, you, know, you start to look ahead and you see this week you got some good opponents and a home game tomorrow night a big series with Tulane and I don't know starting to get excited about Pirate Baseball it's been a bit of a lull this year but uh, they got some folks excited after what they did uh, down in Orlando and you know as much of a lull that it's been you know it was just unexpected that you know they ranked eighth in the preseason and you know and, and, and Cliff tells us every year that that doesn't mean anything and none of us buy it you know we're all like no no it means everything it doesn't mean anything but if they if they did didn't if they had swept Bryant and not gotten swept, just think of what the turnaround. I mean, they they'd be almost sitting where they probably need to be, or at least close. I mean, obviously they they need a couple more wins here and there. But the season took on a whole different you know look when it got swept by Bryant, especially what happened to Bryant after that. But now they're starting to, to hit the ball. They don't look nearly as tight or as tense as they were at one point in the season. They go up to the plate. You know, I think. Coach Godwin has to be much, much more pleased with, with their approach at the plate, and they're just bashing the ball all over the place. And UCF, man, if, if you're a, a nice baseball fan, you got to be scratching your head because they not only gave up all – they gave up a bunch of runs. East Carolina would scored a bunch of runs if UCF had played perfectly in the field, but they certainly didn't play perfectly all weekend. They were bad. Brian Bailey joining us. Sorry, BB. Uh, we'll wrap it up here. I did this with Brian North on Friday, so I've been asking the ECU baseball players to to answer the following questions for me with with teammates. I'm going to ask you to answer the following three questions with three different sports media members you've interacted with since you've been in Greenville. So the first question is, which uh, sports media member that you've interacted with over all these years would you choose to fight your enemy for you? Who would you choose to kick some guy's butt that you didn't like? And they have to be a media member? Yeah. So Brian North said, he couldn't think of a good one. He said uh, the big guy that worked at the reflector named Steve, Tampa Bay Steve, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you choose? I'm, 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 Are you drawing a blank? Two, I'll think about number one. Huh? What's the second one? What's the second question? Well, this one's going to be even harder. Who? Which one would you pick to marry your daughter? Why don't you say which one would you pick not to marry your daughter? That'd be easy. <laughs> well, you'd say everybody. <laughs> <laughs> now, which one would you pick to marry your daughter? Medium. Brian North went uh, Chris Haymeyer, which I thought was a pretty good call. Yeah, that's a, that's a good call. I just I can't remember all the people that I mean. I mean, once you list them, if you make a list of them, I can. I guess probably would be Noah Knight. Noah Knight's a real good guy. Or, or uh, Garrett Short, who's working with me now. Either one of those guys. Anybody but Maskovich. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. No, yeah, you're right. We're not, we're not doing, that, doing that to my daughter. <laughs> and you don't have to choose uh, just Channel 9. You can go outside the family if you want. I, I, thought I, was, I was thinking more along the lines of not Channel 9, but I'll take Zach to fight my battle for me because he can be a bulldog. So I'll take that. All right. And finally, who would you like to live with for a year? 
be your roommate. Well, when it, before he was married, it'd be Billy Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go meet her here, right? Uh, oh yeah. I got, you should have chose meet her. Meet her is going to be upset you didn't choose him for any of them. Well, what? Well, no, he he would not. I didn't choose him for the first two. I would choose him for the third. <laughs> Just something to think about. If you uh, come up with any other good names, let me know. Because because if I keep if I keep on, I'll be living with Midor anyway. <laughs> yeah, so keep that option open, I guess. Exactly. I did, I'm surprised you did. Well, I'll tell you off there. I don't know. <laughs> you go a lot of ways with this thing. We'll just leave it at that. Bailey, uh, you got the Brian Bailey Show coming up at 6 o'clock. Uh, talking some golf with uh, only Steve Shankweiler has come and gone more than this guy, right? Yeah, I tell you, Kevin's had a lot of fun with East Carolina, but uh, you know he's one of those guys. And I meant to say it on the show. I think I said how nice he was the whole time during the show. But he's one of those guys that when you say Kevin Williams, they say they say, "Oh, he's a great guy." You never hear somebody say, "Oh, what a jerk." I mean, nobody says that because he's such a great guy, and he's he'll do anything in the world for you. And uh, I really enjoyed the hour because because some of the, the stories that came back to me, I hadn't even thought about until I was sitting beside him, and I thought, "Oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember this." Uh, it's just been a great run. He's a great friend, and I wish I could see him more, to be honest with you. Good stuff, uh, BB. Enjoyed it, man. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Take care. We will uh, take our final break, come back, get ready to wrap up this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, let's take a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Had some day baseball earlier today, some morning baseball. The Twins knocked off the Red Sox 8-3 was that final score. Dylan Bundy getting the win, uh, former Oriole there. Speaking of the O's, how about their weekend knocking off the Yankees in a series? So a good weekend for Baltimore. They'll be on the road tonight at Oakland late night for some West Coast baseball. Uh, Baltimore at Oakland at 940. Uh, Also tonight, NBA uh, playoffs roll on. I didn't watch much of this over the weekend. Uh, tonight will be Raptors at Sixers. Uh, Philly has a one nothing series lead over Toronto. Sixers are pretty uh, sizable favorites tonight at home as well. Jazz at Dallas, and this series one nothing at Utah as they will play at eight thirty tonight. And then late night it on TNT it'll be the Nuggets at the Warriors. Golden State with a one nothing series lead over the Joker and company. Yep. You watch any playoffs, Chandler? Um, yeah, watched a little bit, um, a little bit for sure in terms of watching the NBA playoffs. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, some good games there going on over the weekend. Can't wait for tonight. You sound excited. 
I'm just still boned about the Hornets, which I'm done I am with, too. Which I'm done with. <laughs> I am too. I, I can't get super excited about it after losing by 30. Got to be honest. CJ's fired up. His Celtics a winner. Fired up and still nervous. Very nervous. You should be. That's going to be a long, lengthy series. It is. It feels like. So last night I was, or yesterday I was watching the game, and I don't know if you guys caught any of the game, but that's one of the most physical early round playoff games i've ever seen and it i was watching it and the intensity of the game the way the crowd was getting into it it felt like a finals game or like an easter conference finals game and there's really only a handful of teams that i think could have beat the nets the way they were playing yesterday and that's boston phoenix and milwaukee and i understand that the chips fell where they fell but it kind of feels lame that we're getting an Eastern Conference Finals level matchup in the first round because one of these teams is going to have to get bounced before the second round when both of them are capable of making deep playoff runs. Yeah, I, I, mean, I love uh, that. That feels more like it's at least a second round, maybe an Eastern Conference Finals right. series right. When, uh, with those two teams. All right, uh, we'll wrap it up on a Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Big Tuesday show on tap, former Pirate. Now a member of the UNCW baseball staff, Seth Manis, going to join us on the program. Nolan Knight will talk about the re-debut of the USFL. He was on hand. We'll talk about that and find out what else is going on down in Alabama. And uh, Stephen Igo as well. A whole lot more coming up on your Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Enjoy your Monday evening. Shirley Rhodes, CJ Schaefer, Chandler Honeycutt. I'm Cliff Brock for the crew here at Pirate Radio. We'll see you Tuesday at 3. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.